The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. Got a couple different options. I haven't. I I, I want to talk with you, Chris, and see how if people we should assign them or give them out. Just because I just say we put numbers on them, them, and then everybody off. gets a, a random a number randomizer assigned to them. You know what I mean? Like go go online and do an, a, a thing that randomizes the numbers, and then that's who you get. Yeah, that's actually, how you play it. That's how it is. But so anyway, um, because Anthony and I did this thing the other day, we tested right. So what the, the way this came about was. I found, and not to get into AI again, but to get into AI again. Just every fucking episode, guys. Don't worry. There, there's there's, Listen, there's AI topic the for day, next week as well. At the end of the day, you're just going to have to live with it because yeah. AI is AI now AI a, overlord. Part, a, a part of everyday life now. No, it's no, a part well, of our reality. Not, not even just everyday life. It's a part of the podcast. Let's be honest. It's, this it, podcast, it has been, though, for a while. This podcast now, was conceived by AI. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, this is new. I didn't get that memo. <laughs> I'm not real. We're scripted. I'm AI. Oh. I'm completely AI, guys. No. That would not surprise me. <laughs> there's a website that is it, basically they're t- telling you this will make you an expert at chat GPT, basically getting it to do what you really do need it to do. And what it is really is it all is based on your prompts and the how like specific your prompts are and how clear mm-hmm. and, and direct you want things. So, so if you the write AI it, so you has a user manual. So so yes. here, put it this way. Kind of no, it's just got well, a way of understanding and answering better with specific prompts. Like here. Basically what you need to do anytime you want to talk to it, you want okay. information or you want it to do something, you have to tell it to act as an expert in whatever that field is. Ah, okay. So because instead of saying, Can you help me write a, a horror movie script about this? Sure, I can do that. Boom, 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 and it gives you a vague thing, right? But if you write, I want you to act as a screenwriter, you will develop an engaging and creative script for either a feature-length film or a web series that can captivate its viewers. Start with coming up with interesting characters, the setting of the story, dialogues between the characters, etc. Once your character development is complete, create an exciting storyline filled with twists and turns that keeps the viewers in suspense until the end. My first request is, I would like you to write a horror movie set in Buffalo. And then, boom, got the title, got the characters, who they are, where the setting is, the entire plot, twists that they want to throw into the plot, and how it ends. The outline is immediately done, but with more specifics than the generic shit that pumps out when I say, can you write us a radio show? So when I, so three, two, three weeks ago, I came to you guys and said, hey, I tried, no, before I did it, I was messing with the music. I was trying to mess mm. with it with D&D, and I was like... I said write a one shot based off of Alice in Wonderland and Pan- and uh, Le- David Bowie's Labyrinth. Oh, so you just and said <clears throat> straight up just write because, a one shot just like that. Uh, well, I, g- I gave a description like I need plots, characters, everything you said, but I did not start the the preface is you're the you're a, you're an expert in this. And it was You're a level 68 dungeon a, master. And, and what it gave me was very much like kind of like the script where you're like this is repeating and you're you're using David Bowie in it like this makes this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With Chris 
now the other day when we met when we were hanging out he said hey act as a dungeon master and boom this thing just starts telling us here's the like go the, look this just a sample as you enter the bustling tavern the sound of lively chatter and clinking mugs fills the air the aroma of spiced meats and ale wafts around you Close and you can eyes. see patrons huddled around the table telling stories and sharing drinks as you look around, you notice a group of five adventurers sitting at a table in the corner of the room. There's a dragon, and then he just names off who he's fine. But, dude, like, and then it gets to the spot, and it goes, what do you do? And then Anthony had to answer. And so he would tell me what he would do, and I typed it in, and then the rest of the story, I just, an hour. And then it said, we reached the limit. You can only have a conversation for a full hour before you have to take a break. Oh, really? Unless you or, or pay max, for it, max I think. Max questions within the hour, I think it said. Whatever or, it is, but, yeah. Here's the fun part is that I didn't know and I didn't know what you, that you said as far as like rules or like I didn't know what it was going to really give. And then I was like, well, let me fuck with it. I go, I want to cast this. And it goes, you cast the, and it recognizes it. I tried to do something that wasn't in the game. It says that's not a that's not a spell that to use in this edition. Oh, shit. It made dude. me make attack rolls because and saving it knows, throws and oh, checks. Yeah, it told him to roll the dice, roll the dice and see what it was. You told him what it was, and then it tells you how it goes from there. Well, yeah, because it's just pulling. It's analyzing all the dungeon right. manuals online. But to use this the right way, you have to make it the expert of what you're doing mm -hmm. and then make sure you are as specific as possible with what you want. And I bring that up because when we did the radio play, it was a very generic I want to write a radio play with three characters and it's going to be a, a horror story about meeting the devil or whatever the shit was, right? Yes. And then it gave us this this story, which when you go back and listen to it, right, mm -hmm. immediately you can tell this is not human written. There's There was so many repetitious things, right? Like mm -hmm. I think we met the devil two times in a row and went through the exact same scenario, but in two different places. One yep. was in the woods. One was out on the road. Yep. Yeah. Right? We went from camping in the woods and getting confronted by the devil and then returning to a hotel room. Like, what? Back <laughs> at our hotel room? Like, you know what I mean? There was all this mm -hmm. crazy shit in there. Uh, so I think next time we do an AI radio theater, it's going to be very more, it's going to be much more specific. I'm going to see if this does get better and if the response that comes back really starts to worry you in terms of, okay, shit, this, this can start taking over a writer's job. Because I think that's what I asked immediately after we did it. Does this really feel like there's any threat? You did say yes, but like in all honesty, it wasn't quality. Yeah. No, but the development of it. And if it's already there, you just got to put in the more specific prompts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm totally going to like, I, I didn't even think about it until now, but I am totally going to ask it to write me out a module in D&D &D so I can just play it. Like I don't have the time to write the next couple. Next, why next don't story you just Why don't you just write it yourself? But dude? that's that's tough, isn't it? Because I I'm, I'm, you have. Well, I guess well, your module gives you points to points, right? Exactly. And you just kind of guide it, them to those points. It, it's kind of like so. Basically, Anthony's D and D games are going to step up big time. Everyone's like, "Damn, dude, your storytelling just like <laughs> shot through the roof." He's be like, "Yeah, it's all me." You got to tell the truth. You oh, just got to oh, be oh, like, no, this I'm is gonna, AI You're going to be one of the first people on the AI hit list when it starts coming after people. <laughs> well, so he's like, stealing our he stole our shit. <laughs> Take well, him out. One of the things is like, um, with, with, like there's D and D modules, like not these big thick books either. Like yeah, I, mean, I, I have a couple, like, but like the little pamphlets. pamphlets yeah. yeah, like it and comes with the beginner set. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was a big thing. Like back in the day, that's what like that you weren't always going out these big thick books. There were like more pamphlets and twenty pages and different adventures. Yeah, and it is very much a loosey goosey like. You start the tavern you're supposed to get into the jungle supposed to hit this but like they say what you could have in the middle whether or not you follow it who knows you just got to make sure you hit the end 
guess what? A lot of that time is like that takes a couple hours of my of me sitting down and planning that shit out. If I could type it into AI, hey, this is what we're doing. Think of it this way. Throw me some stuff. Give me some shit that I'm not like fuck. I'm really improving this on the fly. Yeah, if Dude, I can pull. It's you're just gonna have to get used to it. AI is it's a tool here now. Now that it's here, it's gonna be everywhere. You're gonna hear about it all the time. I know. Did you notice the commercials on our our AI radio episode? They were all AI yeah. commercials. <laughs> Even um, the Morgan Freeman one was. The Morgan Freeman wasn't really Morgan Freeman's voice. Nope. Uh, Morgan Freeman's voice. It wasn't him. When you look at the video, it's him, but that wasn't really him. It was computer gen- and everything was AI generated. Um, this show is AI generated. Welcome to Hardly Awesome. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. And I'm AI. <laughs> so, remember, remember SpongeBob, uh, uh, Plankton's wife? Was that robot? Yes. <laughs> you know what, though? About Real quick about this play, I got to tell you. I told you there were some reviews that came in. Oh, God. Mm, there were yes. some reviews and some yes, feedback. This was oh, our video. Transition. Yeah, this was our nice. preview night. The first thing that was said was well, the, the person who was going to listen to it was looking forward to it before they listened to it because mm, they okay. were like, okay. I know Anthony. I know Jim. I, they're gonna go all in on this acting thing, and they, <laughs> and they thought I was gonna be more like, just kind of get through it. Then they listened to it, and they're like, "Whoa, I was wrong." Uh, disappointed, huh? First of all, they're like, "What happened with Anthony?" Anthony started a certain way, then he kind of tapered off. But then out of nowhere, at the end of our show, you had a com- you were talking about doing somebody with a Boston accent, but all you kept doing was, "Yep." Yep, yep, <laughs> or whatever, whatever it was. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I know who this is then. <laughs> yeah. For Jim, they're just like, it just sounded like he's doing a table read. Like, he wasn't even into it. I was like, I don't know. He was just, like, very soft-spoken when he got it. Like, you were doing an NPR reading. <laughs> well, that's uh, my NPR voice every other time, right? <laughs> but, yeah, Listen, dude, this is... this. It was uh, it was funny. It so was we're not we're not opening of, we're not opening on Broadway. Not guys, this way. I, I guess we not. got some more. We get so here's the thing, we're gonna have more in the future. So you guys have time to redeem yourselves. You gotta okay. come with the acting well, chops. Come with voices. Can you hold on? Can you can, can you come, can you bring a more structured Anthony. character to me? Because when sure. I Boston, wh- want to hear your Boston Listen. accent? Go. Uh oh. Come on, Bill Burr. Oh God, <laughs> we're gonna get to that too. We're gonna get to that too. <laughs> That's coming up. You, we have some some reviews on the Mullen episode, I but can't. <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> you can't do it right now. I, what was that? Did you go back and listen to your episode? I listened to it seven times. I listened to it like seven times while editing. I haven't listened to it since what you posted the, it yesterday. But yes. what was um what was the? <laughs> I thought I literally thought a cat got into the room and started scratching at your balls. And like you were trying to get it off you, I was like, yeah, I, got wait, wait, I got a question. Wait, question. When was it? Because I don't. I could have just put it by my lap. Bill Burr thing. I don't know. Oh, I, what's, <laughs> what is what is methamphetamine? <laughs> methamphetamine. It, it's a new superhero I've been developing in, oh, in, nice, in my spare dude. time. Uh, AI has been helping with it. Naming's really unoriginal. That's just why. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dude. Uh, you know what though? Thanks for holding it down, man. Um, yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah. We, don't you? We had a good night ourselves. Uh, the night before so and, and i that's you know 
I think I would have been able to fi- be fine mm-hmm. to do the show, but it was nice to have the option of not having to wake yeah. up early if I didn't have. Yeah, to. and it was kind of fun just kind of putting Anthony on the spot to see what he could come up with. You know. Yeah, I, but I, I thought that was. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. One more, one more thing I want to say here is I, I w- because of that. Um, I, I was thinking about that. I think it's a good exercise in terms mm-hmm. of being able to run a show and put something together out there. So we will be doing that again in the future, but not for just the. So what I was telling Jim about this idea. When we do a solo episode next time, we're going to do each a solo episode, and they're all going to go up at the same time that week. So so listeners will get three new episodes, but just each of them is us solo, running whatever show we want to run for the, for that episode. Solo dolos? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> solo dolo part one. Stop. Solo dolo part two. I can't do it. Where do- the fuck did that come from? I really don't know if that is from some kind of pop culture reference. You said it like 20 times. Did I really? Yes, dude. I don't know where it came from. And I really, I, I, <laughs> I will, I, I'll take that as an original work of art. Copyright. That's that copy. That's me. Dude. I don't know. If, I it, think if it's, it's a thing. if it's Trademark. from anywhere else, I, maybe I heard in passing and didn't acknowledge I heard it. But it was one of those solo dolo. No, rhymed. I can't stand. The you sound just, you of just it. beep, beep, just beep. Oh God! All right, guys, let's start the show off. Let's see what's going on in our weeks. <laughs> Anthony, what's happening in your week? So, uh oh, here we go. Getting more ammo. Get ready. Amber's pregnant. No, she's not. Yes, yeah, she is. Is she really? Yes. We were Wait. literally just talking earlier, and he didn't say a word. He's going to say it I, on we're the waiting, show. We're waiting for now, and I'm just like, fuckers. <laughs> Wait, Amber's for real? Pregnant? 100% uh, for real. Hold on. I have to add the music here. Dun, 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 dun. It's the funeral march of the Harley Awesome <laughs> podcast. I guess uh, this is the last episode, guys. I, this is the last episode because hell has frozen over. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, almost. God and damn, he's literally. not shooting blanks anymore. <laughs> All right, so she's pregnant. She's How far pregnant. on? Technically, it's five weeks. Wow. Okay. No. So she let me go all week. And so she hid it from you. She yeah. She wanted to wait to make sure she was okay. Secret secrets are no fun. Oh. She tried to hold a secret. <laughs> she broke on Thursday, and then we found out Friday morning. And I wanted to tell you guys. Dang. Well, congrats, dude. Thank yeah. You. Is it gonna be a boy or girl? Don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't you, think you, they can know I yet. Don't know, we sorry. have. They they test that around week twenty twenty. They're not doing that to anymore either. They're not they're not assigning gender at birth. Mm. Oh no, yeah. It's it just when they come out, it's a baby, and then it's a baby. Yeah. At some point, when that baby's able to say what it is, then mm-hmm. then we'll oh, know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I yeah. was like, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I thought you were for real for a second. I'm like, I'll be for real. What? That's what he's doing. That's what they're doing. Well, well it's well. So like, oh, oh, yeah. You guys, okay. You guys don't want to know the gender until it pops out. That's oh, fine. No, I thought no, you no. meant like. But no, even when it pops out, they're not going to give it a gender. I mean, oh wait, really? You so have to, though, medically. Like, so I, I, no, I think not anymore. Oh, I. So we haven't had that. Now it's just instead. I'm going to be very careful about what I say during this conversation. No, right now. So I, I could cut a lot of this out. <laughs> instead of M or F, it's a W. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, real quick. So she, we're, we're th- for the because you asked for the date. We're looking November. Wait, wait when's the due date? No. Anywhere between the end of October to November 4th-ish. Oh, terrible time. No offense. It's terrible time, though, because it's so close to Christmas, dude. It's like my sister's birthday is like four days after Christmas. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking shitty, dude. Thanks, man. Two I know. Oh, Christ- that's right. You, lo- yeah. So you know, man. No, I like my birthday there. Do that's you really, like, though? Yeah, I do. Because oh. it gets more presents. Nope. 
Well, yeah, I'd rather have it spaced out, number one. Yeah, you did when you were a little kid. You got more Me, presents. Me, when I got to buy presents for people, that's terrible because financially, I'm like, fuck, I got to yeah. buy a bunch See? of presents this month, next month. It's fuck, I got to buy a bunch of other presents. Six months. Well, I, as a kid, I ended up liking it because, one, if everyone gave you money, you're on the Christmas sales if you could hold it off for a week. Uh, that's that, well, that, that really was my, like, as a kid, it was like, ooh, hold off. A little bit of self-control. Okay. But, um, no, my only thing is just summer with pregnant Amber. Oh, yeah, Ooh. that's not going to be. <laughs> well, thank God we got AC in that house, that apartment. <laughs> do you? Yeah, we, yeah. You hope so. Till it breaks. No, we do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you hope oh, it's going to oh, be oh, working. Oh, Anthony's going to be yelling at these people to fix that shit as like, quickly oh. as possible. Just, he's leaving. I don't care what you he's need. I will run to the store and buy it. He'll leave Amber there and come hang out here. <laughs> that's why he's leaving. He's oh, keeping that's why that he's room. got that space over. That's why he's keeping that room. It's where you can escape to. You beat me to the punch with the bees. literally, he's literally paying to keep an escape room for himself. <laughs> to escape you to, man dude. cave. There you go. Oh, wow, dude. That's crazy. But I'll say it's weird because past couple months, you, you stared enough pregnancy tests that you So do I, is, am I not allowed to make like killing baby jokes anymore? Is that not a thing? Now that we have somebody in the midst that's actually having a child. Would you be okay making killing baby jokes in front of the other friends? Yeah, of course. Okay. Would you be okay making you me killing less. baby jokes in front of their children? This has gone dark, bro. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. Don't treat me any different. You're good. <laughs> oh God! Um, so that's going on in your week. That's yeah, a big man. deal. What else? Anything else? Um, no. It's just we told we told the family yesterday, and we drove to Rochester. Told their parents, and then well, that's why you went to Rochester. Yeah. Yes. Her father. We're like, hey, guess what? And he goes, you're pregnant. We're like, what'd your mom say? Oh, that's good news. That's so exciting. Yeah. Lori cried uncontrollably. Lindsay <laughs> cried uncontrollably. They're so dramatic, dude. They're so it's the first grandbaby. So they, they this is the first great great grandchild in the entire family. They're so excited. And what does that mean? Do you get a certificate for that? Yes. Having the first great grandchild. Actually, there's a um I I I figured I'd go to the trophy spot that's over on Union. You oh, can get some trophies. Dude, I did it. You bro, you absolutely <laughs> should get one that says congratulations, first great grandchild, and that's your trophy, and you should display that shit. For yep. yourself. I'm putting money on it now. Putting money on it now, bro. One of these two motherfuckers is getting those baby's feet princess tattoos. Oh, well. With the date of birth. I already know who. Anthony. An- Anthony. <laughs> for real, dude. <laughs> so, Chris, you know I can't lie to you, right? Oh, God. I can't even, like, I, okay, I would say this one. I don't know if I really. He's like, I've already been I was just going to say, he's already put a deposit I, down. No. He's I, like, no. look. Right away. <laughs> he's got, like, the name. I got the stencil ready. Um, okay, so I'll be honest. He's got the spot I, shaved I, I, where I can't go. <laughs> I, I, I can't lie. I have thought about, like, do, do I do that? I, yeah. I thought about that. I did. I haven't made any plans or confirmed I am going to. The thought, funny thing is, is that you did think about I it. I did think about you it. Oh, you, get, do, you Come on. And this is where you're right. Dude, you asked me, go, do, uh, do I, don't I know you the best? Yes, you fucking do. Because you got to get the, you, the baby's you, face <laughs> from the first baby picture instead of the foot. With the sonogram picture? <laughs> yeah. That, even better. The 4D sonogram where it's, like, blobby. really weird. Yeah. You're like. Now you better be a good daddy, dude, because you don't want this shit coming true. Then you got to be that absent father. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, that he's going to cry. So you want to... S- Amber got me this. Oh, God. What Did you it? start crying when you saw it? Do you want me to have her Future send you the dungeon? video of me crying? No. No, thank Hang you. on. Yes. What if your kid grows up... They don't want to? And, and hates Dungeons, hates and, dungeons dragons. and Dragons. So be it. That's cool. <laughs> what if they like the Cones of Dunshire more? Yeah, I, I I don't know I, I I don't know that reference. I'm sorry. <gasps> You've never played the Cones of Dunshire? 
No. What Damn, is that from? Dude. What the fuck, bro? Wait, you I'm, call yourself a fantasy RPG tabletop? person? No one yeah. is. Man. I have never. I have no idea. I've never. You don't even heard. know what it is. No. So it's never been introduced oh. to me. So you can't. Oh I, God. All right. So okay. Uh, Jim, what did you get? What's going on in your week? <laughs> um, not much, man. Um, just found out one of my good friends is gonna have a baby. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I know, man. I tell know. them. Tell them. Gotta start cutting them out us. now, slowly. That's that's <laughs> what you do. That's what you do. Um, it's like you got to like get a cancer. Yeah, you got to get it before it metastasizes and grows. <laughs> yeah, Met- dude. Metastasizes. <laughs> um, uh, what's new in my week? I went to uh, Klein Hands this week. Oh, that's right. You did the yes. photo thing. Uh, uh, Nat cool. Geo has a uh, series coming through Buffalo this year where they're doing a couple speakers come through, photographers. Oh. So uh, the first one was this. Uh, was they're last photographers week. that take pictures of speakers. Yes, like like Not like JBL like speaker. Spe- yes, like JBL, JBL speakers. speakers. Okay, yes. cool. If you yeah. if you need them, I have some speakers you can. Take well, I was actually of. at a show the other night, and I'm like, damn, where's Anthony's speakers? Because these ones were like blown out, dude. You could hear it. <laughs> I was like, they need to call Anthony. Um, but no, so I went and saw Where, that the one at Amy's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of the speakers sounded like it was blown out. Oh yeah. no, yeah, that yeah. sucks. But no, so I went and I checked that out, and that was actually really cool. It was cool to hear this guy talk about the whales and photographing the whales and. Um, so that was Tuesday. Uh, I went to the show Friday. Yep. That Chris was supposed to go to with me, but he dipped out. Yeah, I wasn't feeling good, dude. Or I would have. I'd have loved. To, I wanted to see them so bad, dude. Um, was it just Jake playing as Wiley something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, which was kind of cool the way he did it. He had a looper and a, a twelve-string oh, guitar. Nice, dude. And then he played his other guitar. So yeah, that was kind of cool. Tr- uh, a weather drive in there was shite. Was it? Yeah, dude. Um, Were you white knuckling it, bro? Yes and no. Um, there, I, I'm, I'm from, I'm from Buffalo, born and raised. So I just say fuck it. Um, you were white knuckling and knee cramping. I'm sorry, I missed this. What, where was the venue at? Where did you have to drive out to? Amy's place, Main Street. Is it okay, still? You, a I'm restaurant? sorry. Well, I'm Is it still a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they just cleared out the the front. Well, no, for one. Them? It's like one side's the restaurant, and then the other side is there's like a wall that divides it down. The oh, middle. okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking like the music spot used to be something else, and they kind of just took it oh, over and opened it up to get over there. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So they have a whole special area dedicated to the live Main music Street. over there. Yeah, it's it's right down the road from Queen City Bookstore. Yeah, you okay. know where the you know where the mobile gas station is there? Yeah. It's kinda like right there. On, it's okay. on the corner of Merrimack. Okay. Okay. Yeah, other than that, I don't think anything else is new. Um we didn't talk about it because we weren't here last week. So no. for my week, aside from just going back to work and and not feeling well for part of the week, the highlight for me was the weekend right before the week started. When we yeah. went to see... Um, we saw two shows. Yeah. Mm. Anthony already talked about the Dead show on his episode, which was... That was cool. It was a good time. Good band, Scarlet Begonias. Hell yeah, man. But we also went on Saturday to a little event here in Buffalo. There's, yeah, I wouldn't even call it a show. It was definitely an event. Yeah. Here in Buffalo, there's a, a record label called Steak and Cake Records. And it's been around for 12, 13 years now. Yeah. Uh, 12 years, I think, is what it was. Their 12-year anniversary. And they were doing a special 12-year anniversary basement show uh, in Buffalo. And I came across it because I already follow the label on Bandcamp. And I, I, I follow a lot of the artists from the label. Um, Clump, I've talked about before. Jake, mm-hmm. who plays mm-hmm. in Clump. and Yeah, because uh, we saw Clump that night. Yeah. Wiley something. Yeah, so I've been following for a while. And I saw one of their releases they were talking about. They put out a... a a uh, compilation, a 50-track compilation of all the different artists who had been on the label for the past 12 years. And they put it out as a as an anniversary thing. And if you purchased it on Bandcamp, it also got you a ticket to their show, their, this show that they were putting on. 
And I was like, that'll be cool. I'll go check that out. You know, um, I've been following and listening to this music for a while. Let me go and see some of this live. I've been trying to get to Clump live a few times, and each time they were going to play, something was up. Like we were going to a Keep Flying show, or we were out of town. It was mm. always something that or I couldn't get to it. Yeah. Well, this last one. Well, I saw Clump, so I'm good with that. So knowing this was coming and knowing it was your birthday, I was like, you know what? Seeing who they had playing, I was listening, you know, listening to some of those tracks. I was like, you would love it. I was like, Jim's going to love this. This is kind of more your style of, mm-hmm. of, of music in terms of that alternative indie feel to it, right? Yeah, yeah like Caveman. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, let me email the guy, Bran, right? Because he sent me an email saying, thank you for this. Here's your information, your ticket. So I responded back and I was just like, hey, is there any way to get another ticket? And he's like, well, you're in luck. There's one left. Uh, if you want to go on Bandcamp and get it now, you know, we'll just have your name on there twice and you mm. just bring your friend and say that that's what that is. Oh, I was okay. like, all right, cool. So I just went right back on and bought it again. And that that was it. Sold it out. Like, they, I think there was oh, only Jesus. like enough for 30, 20, some, however many people the there, 25. Ticket. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I wish it was physical. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been really cool. But uh, so not knowing what to expect, right? Because mm. when they gave you the rundown of what was going on, they told you the time to to get there, right? You go down to the basement, and it said the first thing was going to be a movie, and then the acts, and then at the end, it said the steak and cake play, steak and cake records play, and yeah. I was like, okay, so not knowing what to expect, we get there, and immediately it feels like basement and, and, show. And basement here's the show. thing. I didn't know that there was going to be a play. He said, oh, there's going to be some short films and some music, okay? I didn't yeah. know there was going to be a play. Um, he just said, let's go to this secret basement show that I heard about. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like, didn't know too pri- much private, more than it that. It was private, yeah. Jim, yeah. listen, did you think you were going to lose a kidney? <laughs> um, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I thought maybe it was the end. Okay. I thought maybe I was getting whacked. <laughs> we got there. We, we go up to the house, go in the side door, right down to the basement, and it's just like if you've ever been to basement shows, you know, typical, you go down, it's dark, but off to the side where like the main section of where they were going to play was they had like this little alcove and this is where you could tell they always perform because the walls are just plastered with all kinds of artwork and flyers and signs and stickers, the ceiling, everything about Mm -hmm. it. And then the ceiling is also lined with colored Christmas lights. That's cool. And then the drums were set up. The there was a bass sitting up on a stand and a guitar sitting up on a stand. And there was this little, some monitors and, and little speakers and stuff. And so we're just kind of standing around and people are coming in. And um, so uh, Jake Smolinski of Clump, he was there. And and when he heard my name coming in, because he and I have interacted on Mm -hmm. social, he's just like, Chris Chavez. And so we talked for a little bit, which was cool meeting him in person. Uh, Brand, the guy who runs the the label. Also, I've interacted with Mm -hmm. him. So it was cool to meet him in person. So we're just kind of hanging out and it's getting ready to start. And he brings out this flat screen TV. And he puts it on, and then he just hits play, and it's this black and white indie film movie. And like the when I'm watching it, I'm thinking like this is Clerks. Kevin's yeah Kevin Smith style stuff, but it's not a movie in terms of like 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 Clerks, nothing like that. Basically, it's about this girl who had gone to L.A. to try to make it and wasn't like she just got kicked out of her place, mm-hmm. and she didn't have the money to stay there, so she had to reach out to her mom to come back to Buffalo to to live with her mom again, and so. You get their interaction over the phone. You get you watch her, you know, kind of going across country, stopping at some hotels and stuff. It was only like a, maybe 30, 40 minutes. 
If not, that. Not that long. Yeah. If 30 okay. I don't even think it was 30 minutes. But it was really cool. It was it was like an art film. It was, it was awesome. I thought it was done really well. I liked it. And then there was another one that was right after it, and that one was like 20 minutes. It wasn't long at all. Nope. That one was in color, and it was mm-hmm. different, though. This one was following uh, a band, these three girls that were in a band, um, just kind of mm. following a day in their life or something like that. Because they're getting ready for a show that night. The one finds out she got accepted to college, so she's going to have to leave the band. She, yeah, she, she doesn't did. know how to tell the bandmates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool, dude. So we were watching this, and everybody's just kind of sitting there watching it. And the one, the girl who was the main girl in the first movie, I kept like looking over, and I'm like, I think that's her, because she was sitting here, but she, she had, had a mask, a mask on. on. You know what I mean? She couldn't so, see her face 100%. But yeah. I kept going, I think that's her. I think like that's her who's in this little film, right? <laughs> because I'm noticing some of the other people in the room are in this film too. So basically, Bran makes these films. He uses his friends, you know, and he produces these mm-hmm. things. So I was like, okay, okay, I get this. This is a cool little kind of community of, of artists here, right? Mm-hmm. And... Then, you know, all right, guys, the show's going to start soon, and then they do, right? The first one that starts, um, that music we were listening to a little bit ago just mm-hmm. now, that's In Watermelon Sugar. That's the name of the band, and that's the first band that opened. Had this funky vibe to it, you know what I mean? Real cool, yeah. real, yeah, real yeah. cool was, kind of funky shit. Yeah. Then after that was Brand's band. He has a, he well, Brand plays in all of them. He played bass in 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 uh, well, three watermelon sugar. Mm-hmm. Then he played keys and other little instruments and sang for torpedo. Uh, the O has the little double dots like Motley Crue. Oh, okay. Mean? Then there was a uh, a solo dude on acoustic, mm-hmm. and he'd been so he had known Brand back in the day, and, and they, he'd always done a lot of punk stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now he's a little older. He had his daughter there with him, and so she sat up on stage with him while he was playing and. And it was, I liked it. I got to tell you, I really, really, really liked that set because it was very like Bob Dylan-ish. A lot of his old school punk songs that he had written, but like just on acoustic and muted. He was playing the muted kind of strumming. Mm -hmm. Really good. I liked it a lot. And then Clump. Clump was the ender and Clump just fucking tore it up, dude. Punch in the face. Jesus Christ. Yes. It was insane good. Huge fan already of the, I have been for a Mm -hmm. while. So getting to see it live was cool. Then it was time for the Steak and Cake Records play, and they turn lights out, and all of a sudden there's like they three, pull, uh, there's like three or four spotlights, and they have sections, right? The there's, yeah, there's a section here to watch uh, something happening here. There's a section to watch over here, and kind of off to the side. And so the first, and basically what they did was Bran and his friends. Well, his friends did it. He wrote it and directed it, but his friends told us the story of Steak and Cake Records. So one played Bran as a young man. Well, no, first it starts him in the park, yeah. right? And he's an old man. <laughs> and, like, the, the screen they had in the background showed a park, and, like, mm-hmm. you could hear the birds chirping and everything, and these two guys are sitting on a bench in front of us, and one guy has a long gray beard. <laughs> and he's basically talking about, like, I, you know, I want to do what you did. He's like, well, let me tell you how this happened. And so then they go to these little sections of what happened. So basically it told us how he did mm-hmm. this, right, that 12, 13 years ago, um, he's a musician. He's an artist. He he likes to create stuff, and he wanted to be able to interact and create with a lot of the talented people around him in the community. So he decided the easiest way to do it would be to create a record label because then he could help do their things, play with them on it, have them play, interact yeah. with them. That was when Bandcamp was first starting out. So he's like, let me create a, a record label and do it this way, right? So we get a little bit of that story. Apparently, a few years in, he was working at a liquor store, and he was talking about how they do live shows in the basement. They, they was allowed to set up down there. So off hours, he'd put on shows down there and stuff. One night, 
he got stabbed at work. Somebody came in to rob him and stabbed him, put him in the hospital, dude. I know. We were just like, what What the the fuck fuck just (laughs) happened? Is this for real? Yeah, dude. He survived a stabbing. And and don't forget, everybody there knew this guy in some sort of capacity. So they were all aware, probably aware of this. Yeah. We were the only two who were like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, Jesus. (laughs) Shit. But yeah, dude, very impressive, man. It was a cool little play and it ended up to, you know, this is where we are today kind of a thing. And then everybody's clapping. It was done. Lights on, right? Everybody, you know, you can hang around still if you want and stuff. But we ended up uh, heading out quick. But, man, I left there going, that was something else. That was fun. (laughs) I felt like we got to – it felt to me like when we went to nowhere else, where we Mm. went to this thing that that was kind of a private event, a community of musicians and artists, that when we went, we were kind of like outsiders watching Watching in you know people mm-hmm. and how they interacted in this group and that's what i felt was here it felt like that thing all this entire group of musicians and artists and 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 producers and things like that and and they're just friends they all work with each other and help create and and that's what uh that's what the show at amy's place felt like i feel like i was the only one there who wasn't in some way connected to one of the bands. Oh, okay. Like a, a, a significant other or a friend or one of the band members it's, or something. Well, you are connected to the band now if you if you like Jake's stuff and you're going to go to... Yeah, but like, so like I don't know them, know oh, them. Like oh, they yeah. all know each yeah, other. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was that, it was awesome. really cool. I'm glad we did it. So uh, Yeah, but awesome. you know... They all right, that's, me. That, oh. that's what happened in our week. Let's go see what's going on. You know what? Let's, let's check in with Aaron. Let's talk about some hey. bills, some NFL. Let's Let's do that first. The bills make me wanna. The bills make me wanna. Aaron, welcome back to the show. You had a week off, so it was it was enough time for for it to be kind of like <laughs> it was quiet for a week. For Must yes. be nice to have a week off, man. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, we we had the week off. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I think uh, Aaron probably would have wished to have been on last week because last week's bill segment, we, we're going to get right <laughs> to this first before we get to the news. Okay. Anthony, it was, I got to tell you, I have to commend you on deciding to, to, to stick to the plan and stick to the format. I don't know if I would have done it if I was a solo show. I might have just done a completely Yeah, I probably would have stuck show. to the format. But you did your, your thing, right? Mm-hmm. I thought you would do what we normally do when Aaron's not on and just skip what's going on in the Bills or <laughs> NFL world. And Anthony mm. said, no, nah, we're doing this Bills shit. So guys, I got this. I'm taking I'm taking it Mullen style. Um, I'll say for one. It was. Mullen. Listen, um, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you all. I wanted to attack this as this was a show. I've been wanting to do a morning show and it wouldn't feel right without missing the Bills. Okay. Like this. That's just part of my flow. So, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, but you decided, and what you did decide to do again was a good idea. Something that was you weren't going to be able to report, you weren't going to be able to give news. But you gave us this. You found a quiz online or something. Yes, I did. What website is this? It because cancel this website. (laughs) Hold on, trivia. The fact that they didn't even get the name of one of the Bills' most well-known coaches right in the first place. This is like. This and is then, like the episode of X-Files that was done in Buffalo, but unless, wasn't done in Buffalo. Yeah, unless it is spelled right, and he just said it wrong both times. But then he said it wrong twice, yeah, so yeah. I don't believe it. I think it was incorrect. So I think it was misspelled. It had to be misspelled. Yes. But anyway, yes. 
Um, yeah, we're gonna get into it. Do I'm, you, I'm gonna look to see if I get the link pulled up while you guys. Do are you real? This. Do you do you know who Mark Levi is? Is it Levy? I thought it was Levy. Okay, sure, Mark Levy. Do you know who Mark Levy is? No, me neither. <laughs> Marv Levy, Marv Levi, <laughs> not Marv Levy. Wait, is it Marv or Mark? Did you just read it wrong? Maybe here's the here's the trivia question. Wait, where the... is it? You can't just go to oh. it. Oh yeah, hold on. It's within the first ten questions. There, did I read it wrong? It's, spart- it's spelled Marv Levy. Oh. <laughs> All right, Anthony, you're canceled. You're no longer a Bills fan. My selective oh. outrage is really high. <laughs> oh god! You know what? It was it was a part of the humor, and I go. He did it on purpose. He oh, wanted to make oh, sure. He no, no, it was it was no. an acting choice. No. no, Chris immediately goes, "I wouldn't finish this quiz now if they spelled <laughs> that name wrong." Why is he still going? <laughs> I'll say, it was it was an it was an active choice to go into the quiz knowing that I was going to mess stuff up. I was not going to be accurate, and that's why my surprise when I was like, "Yes, I got it right." Like that was genuine. Why like, would you do that when you know you have to answer to Aaron now? Because <laughs> I figured Aaron was going to come at me for it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's just going to be great for the next show." Because <laughs> everyone else is going to be thinking the same people. Because there would be people going, he's this idiot. I know that there's going to be people out there like, what the fuck? Aaron like listened to it and answered part. all of them right, even before he answered them. No, but I he... didn't get the Daryl Talley one right. Oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't know he had all those But there were the ones where you literally it. said it before he even said what the multiple choice was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I figured it's it's it was it was to give people like you guys, the Bills, the, the, the hardcore fans that know your shit. To be like, all right, cool. Here's a quiz that I can try and answer or respond to. And then on top of it, when I fuck up, because it was inevitable, it was just going to be just comic relief of like this fucking idiot. Get to the next question. My so, favorite part is how much you celebrated when you got it right on the third guess. The third out of the four. <laughs> you would celebrate like, yeah. You know what it I seemed like it. when you were answering these questions that you were just going right down the list of the yeah. multiple choice answers. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's how I felt. Like, I was like, um, let's go with C. It's like, it's like when you do a math question and on like an exam and you're like, oh, my math and my work tells me that the answer is 69. But that's not one of the multiple choices. Which one's closest to 69? I must have made that wrong. How many times I did that? I doubt pick C. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was last week. This is this week. Aaron, you're back to talk about some NFL news, some Bills news, offseason uh, yeah. things yeah. going on behind the scenes. Pretty What's big week. On? I'll say. Well, the biggest news, obviously, was that we got the news that Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator, is stepping away from coaching for a year. For a year? Yeah. What this exactly means, we're not sure, but they said he would like to return. He's planning on returning to coaching in 2024. If that's for the Bills or another team, that we don't know. Did they say what's up? Did they say, is it a family thing? Was there a personal thing happening in his life that he had to Mm. step away for a minute? Or was it just a kind of professional choice? It sounds like it was more of a professional choice. Like Sean McDermott Mm. kind of made it seem like, or and Brandon Bean also like this, this business is really hard. It's like a lot of energy. It takes a lot. And then he got a week away. He took uh, last week or two weeks off, a week off, and then came back from that and told them that he needs realized to... he needed a break. Yeah. Yeah. So before, huh. like about a week ago, Bill's hired Al Holcomb as a senior defensive assistant. Al Holcomb's been around the, the league a lot. Um, most recently, he was with the Carolina Panthers and he did serve as interim defensive coordinator for them for two seasons. Mm-hmm. So. I, it seems like what's going to happen is they're not going to name someone defensive coordinator. This is what I'm guessing. But who's going to do the defensive Coach play call? 
Well, the who's going to do uh, it could be Al Holcomb could be the play caller. Definitely McDermott could do the play calling. Um, they have a couple other defensive people that used to be defensive coordinators like Washington, who's their defensive Maybe they work coach. as a team. I mean, Chris, I've seen you play Madden pretty well. And I mean, that's pretty much what you're doing. Like you're like, called it the v- defensive schemes. No problem. I feel like you, you when you see the, when you stalk their website on their careers page and when you see the, <laughs> the position go up, apply. And I'm just going to put Madden 23 <laughs> on, on my, your resume. On my I won this. I won the Super Bowl with the Bills undefeated in <laughs> on, on pro with six restarts. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's yeah, where that's we're at a, with that. That's a big deal, right? Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, oh, yeah. The timing is interesting because you'd expect all the coaching changes happening immediately after the season. So the yeah. fact that this happened, you know, a that it was announced after. at least the first day of combine was pretty significant and made people feel like, oh, what the hell? And, yeah. and like local, locally, we're not that concerned, right? We know that Sean McDermott's a defensive coach. It's not going to change your defensive scheme all that much more than likely, but nationally they're making it seem like, Oh God, this is a big deal. And there's plenty of national people, including former players who think bills are going to tank now because of oh, this. Really? Is, I've seen which that. Which is yep. insane. Yeah. Which is completely. Insane. Wow. Really? Yeah. They lost their well, I mean, there is, we lost the defensive coordinator, but let's be honest too. We also have the free agency coming up. Yes. We have, we have a lot yeah, of but things that's that not what they're talking shift about. things they around were... though. Because if you, yes. if you do start moving away main pieces from your defense, um, and having to put new guys in, it's not going to be as tight as guys who are used to the, you know, the calls and the plays. And then the other side of it being, again, if we don't have one solid, like who is our, our defensive caller? Like, who's that going to be? Will it be coach with these other guys with having input? Uh, because if it kind of just bounces around it, that could be kind of bounce around. Too. Yeah. I was going to say, think that, it'll no, it'll be, It'll be they consistent. will name before the draining camp who it will be the play caller, and I think that will be consistent. They're already tanking the Bills. Get the hell out of here. Fuck out of here, y'all. Pretty crazy. Hang on, though. We are talking the Bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, if there's one thing I've learned over the years of being a Bills fan, it's don't count them out, man, for fucking something up. Yeah. I thought that was going to go another way. <laughs> don't count them out. They're fucking something. <laughs> Other like uh, Ron Rivera, who used to coach with Sean McDermott did call him an aggressive defensive coach. So it Ooh, might change good. our defense a little bit for the positive. Ooh, I don't know. Good. Like, good. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know what that well, means. I always feel like we, we don't blitz enough. So maybe we're going to start having some more like, yeah, yeah. Harder, harder exactly, front lines. So. And people, people always tend to focus on the negative side of things when things like this happen, but who knows, this could be exactly what the team needs. Mm-hmm. Some sort of fresh kind yeah. of idea and, and, uh, an influx of, um, coaching yeah you know what i mean uh, so, also we have re-signed ike but buttinger i can never say okay. his name the guard Buttinger. to another year deal which is great so that's the first free agent that we have re-signed okay that's good everybody that's else still one. kind of floating around everyone nothing, else not um, yet at the press conference which is where we're going next anyways at the press conference the first day of combine with bean and mcdermott they bean did say that they're talking to representatives agents of Poyer and Edmonds and trying to really figure out something so we'll see oh interesting what happens there yeah because I'm, I'm I mean again we, we talked about it before but I really can't see Poyer staying I just can't see that happening now especially no. with a lot more of the chatter that's been going on but Edmonds man I hope they I hope they solidify that I feel like we need him I like Edmonds a lot of people aren't a fan of Edmonds I think he's we haven't seen him hit his best and it, he was on a you know progress to do so yeah this past year. I um I saw something that Mike McDaniels might be trying to go after Poyer. 
Oh, they yeah. asked him about that at the combine at his press conference, and he said, "We can't lose any more draft picks. I'm not about to get into tampering right now." <laughs> yeah, getting you can't so. do that. So <laughs> he says he talk, he's going to talk about it. He, yeah, he's you, they can't gonna, they can't, they can't officially do that until two days before, like March right. 13th, is when they can start to reach out. To right, players, right. So. But yeah, there's a we saw McDaniel's at the con. I was watching some of the combine. You guys watch any of that at all? No, no. Um, it's actually really cool watching these ki- these college guys to see you know their skills and and the drills they run through and all these guys are just out there watching watching these these kids uh you know rating them analyzing them. them putting them in in how they want to pick them for the draft coming up but McDaniel's is out there and uh what what they they made some comment about it I can't remember what the comment was though but yeah a bunch of the coaches are out there uh Beans out there with Von Miller. Von Miller uh, is shadowing Bean. Shadowing him. Hey, hey nice. Yeah. Yes. He wants to he wants to be a GM, GM. in the future. So he wants to Good. learn as much as he can. I hope I hope when Brandon Bean leaves, Von Miller steps up and he's out <laughs> GM. Funny, dude. Dude. Hey. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so Bean and McDermott, you know, and all the scouts and Von Miller have been yeah. at the combine all week in Indianapolis. And they did do a press conference that first day on Tuesday after oh. the news was about Leslie Frazier. And they answered a lot of questions. Um, the high points really were that Bean said his goal is to like restructure contracts as opposed to actually release people to get under the salary cap. So uh, Josh Allen's for sure his contract will be restructured. I guarantee that in, a, okay. in the next week or so. And that um, that's he the wants, way to do it. Yeah, and he wants to add playmakers to the offense, not necessarily, so not necessarily receivers. He gave the example of like cook and Heinz, like running backs that can also be like short receivers and tight end. I mean, we got Knox, but tight ends that, well, that's that's where I'm going with off the line and receive the biggest, this is the best tight end class of the draft in 10 years. So yeah, these tight ends at the combine were looking good, dude. Some of these Mm. guys are monstrous, big dudes, but off the line, explosive cutting cutting you know routes and catching ball i mean there's some some Good. impressive looking guys in this this class coming up darnell washington's my man yeah. but i don't think we're gonna get him but he's, i like he, him. that kid was well, good, he's huge he where's was six he seven yeah, where's, where's he, he out from? from i don't even remember what college I don't university of buffalo wait for yeah. real no no, no. <laughs> i'll say my father my father um He'll watch. I was telling him like, "Oh, who? You know, we should do the draft. We should do like a a fantasy league next year." He goes, "I don't watch a lot of NFL." He goes, "He goes, I watch the Bills." My father though loves college football. He's the guy that he knows everyone coming. He knows everyone going into that draft. Well, that's why. That's why he won't do a fantasy league. I was trying to get him to do it. I don't feel like you do. No, you think so? No. You could just when it comes to fantasy football, you just pick positions, you pick them, and then let them go, no. and like let the the yeah. But you got to know who's go. who's a good player and who's going to get you your it, points. It's rated. It's rated for you, so oh. they can tell you who the top people are that are still left. And oh, you okay. just keep picking them that way. Yeah, that's how it works, dude. But Washington's like, out of Georgia, by the way. Ah, okay. oh, cool. All right. Now, I, I think um, next year I'd like to actually watch some more college games along with the actual Bills. And I, my dad, we're big, we're big Notre Dame family at the and and my house going up. I hate nice. college. Really? Well, Why? Uh, we won't. We won't get into that. Right okay. Now. Okay. I'm curious though. But <laughs> next time. Um, Brandon Bean also said they're not going to add the franchise tag to anyone, which is oh, really surprised. Really? We kind of knew that was going to happen. So the franchise well, tag deadline is Tuesday. So, well, the problem is, is we don't have a like. Hoyer is 31 years old or 32 now. You're not going to add a franchise tag onto him. That that guarantees him a big contract. And linebacker position isn't just, it's not valuable enough to add that franchise tag mm-hmm. to. So 
can you, you add bring, that to quarterbacks or receivers? Or, right, and we're know. not thre- yeah. we're not threatened but to lose anyone yeah, right yeah, now. So yeah. there's nobody to throw it on. Okay. Okay. So for, for the listeners out there like me that really don't know franchise tech, I'm assuming that's kind of like we're signing Josh Allen for like ten years because we're building the team specifically around Josh Allen. Is that what that is, or what's franchise generally? Tech? It's it's a it's a label you can put on someone so that they can't when free agency hits, even if you haven't reached a deal with them. That Other they teams can't, can't mess with them and come in because but you, it does guarantee them. Guy. It does guarantee them like a minimum salary depending on their position, which is yeah. a lot. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thank it kind of guarantees a contract, basically. Yes. Okay, basically. Lamar. I expect Lamar Jackson will be franchise tagged by Tuesday if they don't reach a deal. Um, who else? I saw really because he doesn't want to stay there though. Mm. Yeah, they're gonna force them to stay there. I guess. Wow, dang, <laughs> man, that's like, shitty. So like Von Miller. Or is it, or is it, is that like, cause like, you know, like that was the whole point of bringing Von Miller to the defense to build up around him to help out now. Yeah, or? but he's got it. He signed the deal. He signed the multi-year yeah. deal. With he's not, he's not to do that. You know, on free agency. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then going on? Bean also talked about our safety needs, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damar Hamlin's possible return. They, they talked about that. Damar's yeah. ultimate goal is to return to football. And he, doctors so, say that it's a possibility. That shouldn't be a problem if he does everything sure. right. And Bean said that they have representatives of the Bills medical staff that go with him to all the specialist appointments so that they can also make their own decision about yes. whether he can return or not. And you then who wouldn't t- do that? Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing down there? Stop doing sign language. Get back there and play. With scrambled eggs. That's yes, fucked up. dude, exactly. That's fucked up, dude. And then there's been talk of Christian Benford, our cornerback, possibly moving to safety, but McDermott really? wouldn't comment on that, but be, it's kind of been floating out there. Any safeties out there that look like we could pick them up? Like, is there, is there any free agents out there coming up? There are some free agents, yeah. So it'll be Anyone interesting good? to see what Bean does in the in the free agency period here soon. Do you know if there's anyone good, Anything? anyone off the top of your head? I mean, it's hard to say good when we have Jordan Poyer, who's like the best in the league. But yeah, yeah there are some some. Some talented ones for sure. Mm. Okay. Keep our eyes out for that. I don't know if they're really going to, you know, be free agents or if they'll be signed by their team. So, gotcha. We shall see. What are the safeties looking like at the combine? What's college offering? Anybody to look at? I haven't, but well, we missed those days in the combine. So, yeah, I don't I really know any. what's out there. There's no big names. Nothing, nothing, not, nothing that's making everybody I excited. Think, yeah. I think people, Bills fans and, and, national media everyone would be mad if bills went for a safety first round instead of a wide receiver oh, I couldn't or see that. That'd yeah. be insane. maybe later on in the draft yeah for sure. yeah yeah that, <laughs> that would be absolutely bonkers and that's the other funny thing about the combine is like for the first time like ever are they on the press days when they interview these wide receivers and these offensive linemen and everyone they all almost mentioned like i would love to play for josh allen i would love to line up next to Diggs and learn from Diggs. like i've heard so many of them say that just today i saw an offensive lineman say that that he likes to block for quarterbacks that can scramble and get out of the pocket so he'd love to block for someone like josh allen he said like yeah hey that's right that's <laughs> you awesome. know what that's kind of like, listen, you, you want employees that want that love their job and that want to work for you. Right. That mm-hmm. right there. That's team. You have players that are saying, I want to be in front of him. I'll take the hit yeah. for him. I want to take that hit. Feels like a long time since people have been saying, I want to go play for Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Anything else going on? Um, the last little news, which is just kind of trivial nonsense stuff, but the NFL's Players Association released for the first time ever a report card on every team. 
which was very interesting. They what does like, that mean? Uh, they polled the players of each team and asked about eight categories, and then they ranked like us. rate rate your rate your employer it's type like, of a thing. Like a yeah, so like yeah. when best rate self tries, yeah, like when best self sends out the interview to us every year for business first, and we're yeah. like, no, we're fucking lambasting you. You're getting it right. So the Bills were ranked ninth overall. They got the categories are treatment of families, nutrition, weight room, strength coaches, training room, training staff, locker room, and team travel. The worst grade we got was on team travel D plus. Ooh, why? Ooh, really? That could be because of blizzards and shit, but also the comments were is Bills are one of only six teams that makes like the younger players, the rookies, like share hotel rooms. They have to double. Uh, and we've seen the other shit too. What they also do is they have the rookie. So when they're all walking to the plane, <laughs> yeah, there's meals sure that they have, that. boxed meals and yeah, bag yeah, yeah. meals. The rookies are the ones carrying carrying it, it all. Plane and all it's, that stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like the it's kind of like paying your dues though. Like, listen, you're rookies, you're gonna share a room. You stick with well, us, you, you you stick with us, you play through. Should I that, guess 26 that, other teams don't do that though. So yeah. that's why they're <laughs> unhappy. Also it, do the other teams have a bigger budget that can afford more rooms? I don't know. That's what it's be my next one. The Cardinals have so many F's. The Bengals had a lot of F's. The Bengals treatment of families was F. And apparently Ooh. some of the comments were like, there's not a separate room for like wives and girlfriends and kids to stay in. So like some of the wives have had to like breastfeed their babies on the bot on the floor of the public restroom. That's wow. why they got an F, the Bengals. I think it's kind of maybe that's up. why maybe that's why their players are always so chippy and, and stuff. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. why they're like, yo, what, why see this? What's the song? What website? Um, it's the NFL Players Association website. So NFLPA. Send me that link. I want to go through these report cards and see <laughs> funny. Got what. Yeah, and you got I, to see comments from players, like anonymous uh -huh. comments. Uh-huh. Wow. Gotta see that, dude. I'll tell you the Bengals one. There's another one about their nutrition. They got F minus. Is that even a grade? Can F minus oh, be a grade? Wow. That's a fact that it's it's Damn, like you they're really like failed. you guys feed us like shit. Well, yeah, when you're giving them McDonald's and Burger King every day. Damn. It says they're they're saying players report they're encouraged to come in on their off days to work and prepare for the game. However, the cafeteria is not open on those days, so players can't even grab a banana before working out. Wow. You need your potassium. <laughs> so hang on, hang on. They're saying I'm making multi-million dollars a year. I could buy my own goddamn banana and bring it with me, but I'm mad because you won't give me a free banana. Well, Basically. also, you want us to come in on our off days and keep working out and beating yeah. our body up. You should at least supposed to be working. feed us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. Exactly. I guess. Make them feed you. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, send me that link. I want to look at it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Well, that was awesome. Looking forward to hearing more. Maybe we'll talk to you next week. Maybe we won't. Depends what happens. I think things will happen, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, before we do leave, Aaron, we need you to grade Anthony's bill segment last oh, week. Oh, crap. A to F. What was it? A to F What's minus. <laughs> what am I grading on? Like for him, try A Enjoyment. for effort. A for effort. Okay. A Enjoyment. for effort. How about for content? For content? Not accuracy of content, but just the content. Uh, I feel bad because he's right here. So B. <laughs> don't, don't, don't his earbuds don't so he can't hear <laughs> And then for accuracy, accuracy. of information presented. <laughs> well, we know that's a little well. And oh, performance. Accuracy. And yeah, performance. my disappointment in him. <laughs> Listen, if the, if your disappointment is what skewed the curve, I'll understand. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's an F minus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh aaron thanks so much for joining again this week we'll talk to you next time uh as always go bills
Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills make me wanna. <laughs> So there you go. Dude, the combine is pretty cool to watch. Yes. It yeah. really is watching these guys do their their. Why? It's drills. just a piece of machinery that goes through the field, dude. It's still fun. It's like, still it's fun. Boring. It's like watching paint dry. No, because the it chases the players down. The players oh. have to stay ahead of oh. you. Yeah. They get and run over, they're out of the draft. Listen, Fuck, I, you're done. Dude. I grew up in Wefield. You ever fucking see a cow just go, boom? <laughs> <laughs> I have what never. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it, was, it was my impression of a cow getting hit by a combine. What the oh. shit is happening? It's a cow. It's a like a cow. I thought you meant like a cow oh, ramming your car God. or something. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. All right, let's go see what's going on in the world. Alrighty. It's Who a want... fucked up world, man. Oh, really? You guys got some fucked up shit? I got something no, kind of cool. No, but like, I mean, we didn't do news last week, so no. what I do you backed got, up on news stories. Jesus. What, um, what do you got? So, did you see, this is from the BBC, of course, because that's like the only re- news I read. The big, um, bl- never mind. No. <laughs> Don't you fucking take mine. Don't you fucking take mine. Peruvian delivery man carried ancient mummy around in his bag. What? That's awesome. Yes, dude. Written by Vanessa... I can't even, I'm not even going to try. From February 28th, uh, police in Peru made a surprise discovery when they searched a delivery man who came to their attention for acting drunk at an archaeological site in Puno. (laughs) Inside his cooler bag was an ancient mummy. The man said that he had uh, been sharing his room with a bandaged mummy and considered it a, in quotes, a kind of spiritual girlfriend. He had put the the remains in the bag to show them off to his friends, he said. He explained that he kept Juanita, as he had nicknamed the mummy, in a box in his room next to the TV. He added that it was owned by his father, but didn't specify how his father had come into possessing it. The expert said the body was between 600 and 800 years old. And now here's the kicker. You ready? This is my favorite part. When they examined um, and x-rayed the mummy, they found out that this gentleman's spiritual girlfriend was actually a male mummy. Nice. Yes. But that's basically it. Hmm. His other his friends were arrested as well. You know what that does tell me about that about, about that person? What they didn't try to do some dirty dirty stuff with it, or else he probably would have. So that's out not that. the first time that's happened. We covered a dude in his uh, uh, on History Creeps, a legit guy who had fallen in love with this woman, and she was dying, and he was pretending to be a doctor to take care of her. Oh, and really? she ended up dying, and her family had her put in a mausoleum and he broke in and took took her her body and like had it for like years living with it in the house would set it up at the dinner table would go to bed with it as it continued to like fall apart he would just like paper mache shit bro it's fucking nasty i uh, i wrote a story like that where a woman's husband died and she taxidermied him and kept him alive for a while had her way with him him and um, no, did I didn't it, go that far. It was a, what kind of stories Wait, are you what? writing, bro? How did she keep him alive? She didn't keep him alive. You just said she kept him alive. Oh, didn't keep him. She she well, tacked in, in that way. Yes. In that way. Intact. In, okay. In her his life. spirit kept his his spirit alive inside of her. Yeah, in her life. <laughs> Anthony, what do you? But got? Yeah, people are stealing fucking mummies down in Peru, man. Well, listen, this is not the only. This is not the only story from BBC today. Um, we have another one. And there is theft involved in this one as well. Uh, so this is from March 3rd. Uh, Canada grandma helps stop fraud scheme targeting senior citizens. Oh, I saw this. There is looks like a Bonnie 
Bednarik was not fooled when a man pretending to be her grandson asked for money. Instead of simply hanging up as usual, Bonnie Bed, uh, Bed, Bednarik went along with Ruth, telling them that she would give them um, in Canadian $9,300. And when the alleged scammers came to collect the money, they were shocked to find the police waiting for them. <laughs> so Jeez. she was like, sure. She, I, I love that shit. Like, that's fucking funny. Like, fucking A. Hey, I'm your grandson. I don't have a grandson. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, I need money. Like, like, dude, come on. Think this one through. I don't know. But, but, but that's people preying on the old, man. Um, I mean, I back at the time, back at working at Walgreens, I mean, definitely work with enough. You older people usually coming in to buy the green dog cards or getting the money mm-hmm. order. I think it's pretty ballsy to go pick it up from her. Like, like dude, she's going to recognize it's not you. So you're going with the intention to rob this woman. It's not like, oh, grandma, I need your money. Send me. Yeah, like what would have happened Send if the cops to- weren't there? <laughs> like, like, like this dude's coming to you? <laughs> like, come on. But yeah. Canada, I did man. see that. I didn't read that, though. Canada grandmas. Don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. All right, here's my story. Um, last year, in March, the rock music world lost Taylor Hawkins. Mm. Foo Fighters mm. kind of went into seclusion for a while, did their healing. They came back earlier this year or towards the end of last year. That was, saying, a, that was yep. in March of last year that he, yeah. he passed away? Yeah. Wow. Amber's mother, Amber's stepmom loved Foo Fighters and Taylor Hawkins. It hit her. But they, they've been coming around out more, right? They're talking mm-hmm. about they're going to start on the band. touring again. They've been promoting a lot of upcoming mm-hmm. festivals that they're going to be at. They did tribute. Did you see Dave Grohl made the headline a few days ago? Did you guys see this? No. I did not, no. Good or bad. Dave Grohl barbecues overnight. Oh, I did see this. To yes. feed over 450 at a shelter. Fucking awesome. I did see that. That's right. Yeah. Dave Grohl brought a huge barbecue smoker and a team with him to the homeless shelter in Hope the Mission in Los Angeles to cook up a delicious meal for over 450 people. And he didn't stop until everyone was full, working overnight through a massive storm. Hmm. Quote, quote, uh, Dave cooked and served some delicious barbecue for our participants, said the Hope the Mission in an Instagram post. It's weird. Hope the Mission. It's just a weird way to Mm -hmm. say that Uh, we'd like to thank Dave for spreading hope through a hot meal he was truly dedicated to serving the best meal he could possibly make his contagious charisma spread through our sights truly being a light through this harsh winter storm we appreciate all the hands that prepared the dinner that we that was served to over 450 of our participants Grohl spent 16 hours cooking wow which included brisket, ribs, coleslaw, beans, and more. According to Rowan Van Sleeve, CFO of Hope the Mission, the two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Famer cooked overnight through a storm that poured rain and hail on the shelter. In the middle of our 350-mile run to end homelessness, we've got the coolest video ever from Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. Not only did he wish us luck, but he cooked for hundreds of people who live in our shelters in the middle of one of the worst storms. Dave motherfucking Grohl. That's awesome. That dude's the man, dude. I've always been a huge fan of his and the Foo Fighters. I remember back in the day when um, Westboro was like really doing bullshit. Like, like I guess it was one of the school shootings or something, and the Westboro Baptist people oh, yeah, went yeah. out and tried to protest it. Protest it, and they've a lot of times they've trolled that that group. There's a there's a thing where the um, they're wherever they're protesting, right? Dave and the boys come up on a flatbed and they like the whole thing is there and they start just playing fucking music for them and shit. (laughs) Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. They're always trolling those guys. But yeah, dude, Dave's always been a cool dude. And and I'm glad to see that like 
Like, you don't see that all the time, right? No. We always talk about bad no. news. We talk about this and that, the crazy shit going on in the world. But if, if I think if we looked at more of the stuff that is good that's happening in the world, it wouldn't feel so hopeless. And, oh, yeah. And knowing that this dude who's got money, right, he's got his own play. He doesn't have to do that. Nope. 16 hours? Look, okay. Sometimes they go out for a few hours. They get their pictures done, but they're out there. They're doing it four hours maybe. Mm-hmm. Even eight hours is a work day. Yeah. 16 hours. That's a dude, double. While it's fucking raging storm. Cooking. Yep. And and I'm, I've never he's, been, I've never been in the kitchen cooking, as a chef. smoking brisket and shit, dude. But like. Cooking like 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 if you're handling brisket like if you're doing all that that that's intense like that's like you're in a kitchen that heat that hits you like I mean you, that's that's, cool. that's intense that's awesome I thought it was cool that's fucking really cool so yeah there you go Dave Grohl being the man Word. all right guys let's so uh let's Forever see what long. what have we been watching listening to playing check this out <laughs> Anthony what are you listening to. I am listening. Let me get the bands out over here. I got a, I've got a few new bands on Spotify. Whole list. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it's I've all been... it's all baby lullabies now. He's like, this is what my lullaby playlist is. Baby shark. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, have you heard have you heard the baby Slipknot stuff? The l- Slipknot oh, lullabies. Those are not those. That's not new. That's Please don't old. play that for your kids. Oh, no. That's old. Anyway, so I, no, I have been here. Let me sorry. Let me go to my recently liked. I'll tell you who I like. Is it country, white rap, or the mix of country rap rock? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say country emo emo, emo it is. <laughs> First off, I'm gonna say I listened to Fall one of Fall Out Boy's brand new songs on the way in here, and it just I listening to it instantly just hit me, and I was like, oh shit, this is a good one. So heartbreak. What do you mean so by good. it hit you? Um, you were dancing. Yeah, like I was driving. I was like, Fuck. like <laughs> did it, it hit had, you? Did it hit it you had, like Jim Kelly? Yes. <laughs> a little tap. Um, it, it had that like that upbeat like dance like Fall Out Boy like like the bum 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 bum. That's actually really bad. To just, that's a bad example. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then also, this is a new band I found. Uh, Can't swim. I don't know how new they are, but okay. to me, I found them. Um, and on a new emo playlist, they have a song where it's called uh, "Nowhere Ohio." Okay. And I really like that. Hawthorne Heights has got a new single, "Dandelions." Kick some ass. And see what else I've been listening to. Did you say "Dandelions"? Kick some ass. And it's called "Dandelions." And it kicks. Some it, ass. it kicks oh, some okay. ass. And then also there's a band I found. It's called Carly Cro- uh, Cosgrove, mm-hmm. and they're you know that emo punk stuff, and they're fun. It's like oh shit, I like it. No, some good be- uh, some good nice. good tunes out of it. What are you watching? Watching. If um, you say Dragon Ball for a third week in a row, bro. <laughs> no, no, I actually I, I shifted over to Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh god, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, it's it's another it's another anime. anime. I, I I've, we're just going to call this anime corner for Anthony. Never Anthony's anime, anime corner. I listen. I went like seven. You got to get some like anime sound effects in there, dude. <laughs> I don't think you could do that. That's well, that was just, no, that wasn't right. No, that, why, I, didn't, I didn't try to say anything in any other language. It was just saying. Just some, I don't know. That was I don't know. Man. That, that wasn't. I don't know if you can do that. What else yeah. are you watching? Um, oh, crap. There's another horror movie that or a new horror series that Amber put on this morning. Cause we were up fucking late because she wasn't restless because she was restless. She's it's a br- excited. It, it, no, she can't sleep. She was she was getting sick, oh. um, for real. And oh my gosh, there's a new horror. I'll come. I'm gonna text her for it. But there's a horror show and it is like a paranormal series. It's a UK, and it takes it's. Uh, is it is it like live action like uh, yeah, like documentary? Oh no no. Um, it's it's actual. Or is it it's, it's, like a, it's like a scripted series. Oh, okay, but it's uh, inspired by the Ed and Lorraine case where they go to um. 
where they go to England and they're in there in the with the old the old spirit that's haunting the family that oh, the, old the kids. Dude? Yeah, the old. They dude. already did that. Well, they this is like a series. It's stretched okay, out. Okay, but and how many other cases do the Warrens have? Take another one. We've seen this. The Warrens haven't been here yet, and I think it's an. Insp- I think they're taking that <laughs> model as an inspiration. They're stretching out with the drama. I don't know how okay. much of it's accurate, but I was like, huh. You, play, you playing anything new? Playing anything new? No, Do- definitely not Cones oh. of Dunshire. You actually, you know what? I've been. Uh, I picked. I redownloaded Steep on the PlayStation Four. It's basically open, open world snowboarding, skiing, jetpack okay. game. Really fun, just to get Wait. stoned. Jetpacking? Wait, I was gonna say snowboarding, skiing, jetpack. Yes. And how, is next, how is that? And wings. So suit. when I learn how to ski, my next step is to learn how to snowboard. And then from there, you're telling me I should learn how to use jetpacks? Yeah, what the fuck is this game? Why is it's, there a jetpack involved? <laughs> I don't know why the jetpack became involved, but when I first downloaded it, it was snowboard skiing, um, a pa- like a parasail, like a little like a little parasail. Parachute, sure. Par- yeah. The parachuting yeah. and then a wingsuit. Oh, okay. And then I redownloaded it and they're like, summer edition, or they're like, X oh. Games edition. And it's like, now there's a jetpack. And I'm like... Jeez. Oh, okay. So I so I like you Are you, there jetpacks in X Games now? I, I just I don't, I don't know. But interesting. I didn't it, even know the last time I watched the X Games. <laughs> but it's really fun to like get some cuz like visually like it's just beautiful. You're on the top of the mountain and it's like you want to put your snowboard on, you 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 switch out, put the snowboard and you just start going down the mountain. If you're like, "Oh, I want to get over to that cliff." You either get the wingsuit or get something and fly your way over or trek your way over to it on the skis or the snowboard and just Walking, can you just yourself. get down and walk. Yeah, you can. You can start. Around. You can start walking. I actually is there. Was, is there wildlife around? Like, do you no. have to avoid bears well, and shit? I, maybe in the second one. That I don't know. Cool. That would be cool. That yeah, would be dope. Would getting be cool. mauled to death by a bear. You're, trying, <laughs> you're, out there you're sitting skiing, there taking dude. so long, switching through whatever board. There's a fucking bear sneaking up behind you and shit. And it doesn't kill you. So now the rest of the game, because you didn't die, you're trying to crawl back to the lodge. And you're like fucking snow. bleeding out and shit. <laughs> Fucking snow it's leopards like are, are coming down to get you. <laughs> the wolves and shit, yeah. Oh, God. What are you watching, Jim? Um, what am I watching? Well, uh, the World Cup is coming up. Okay. Oh, for shit. the women's teams. I just mm-hmm. watched the most recent uh, U.S. women's national team game. It was okay. pretty exciting. Okay. We have two more games there before the official lineup and um, roster for the team is announced for the World Cup. Cool. So that'll be cool to follow. Is the girl uh, from Rochester still playing? I believe so. I could be wrong. Ali, was it Ali Bombach? I can't. I'll, I don't know. Um, Wait, Abby Wambach? Abby Wambach. That's She's from Rochester? Yeah. Bro, she retired like 10 years ago. No, Are you okay? Did. No. Yeah. You do realize it's 2023, <laughs> not 2013, right? <laughs> Cause like, I, like I went what to, I went to like her fuck? family. Like He's her, like, yo, is she <laughs> still she playing? A, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, is John Madden still playing football? <laughs> R.I.P. John Madden. <laughs> Well, let's see. Abby Wambach. Anyway, yeah. anyway, what else are you watching? Anyway, um, I don't know if you guys caught it, but there was a, a, a live Netflix special last night. Yeah, I watched it. Did you? Hell yes, I did. To get in the mood, we watched an opening show first. I'll tell you about it. Uh, the opening show yeah. that they were. They no, no, were, no, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. Yeah, Chris Rock. Chris had Rock a live did a live, special. his first live special. And it was, ne- was that the first time Netflix did a mm-hmm. live thing? I don't. That's. I think so on their on their streaming platform. Did you watch it? You watched I did, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, I did. Yeah. I what did you it. think? I thought he had some really good moments. Getting there could have been a little bit tighter, but I get it's live. Yeah. But the end is what everybody was there for. Exactly. And holy fuck, did he go in, dude? <laughs> on Will Smith, I, I don't even think. And here's the thing, my my opinion, I don't even think he went in that hard on Will Smith. He went for oh, Jada. He did. No, dude. but he did though. He oh, kept calling he went, him a bitch. A 
bitch, and he just made sure yes. you understand he was being called a bitch. Everybody was calling a him a bitch. <laughs> I think he went harder on Jada, though, dude. Because really? he said, he said, you Yo. know, he basically said, you know, whatever happened, you know, Will Smith came up and smacked the shit out of me, but fuck Jada Pinkett Smith. That's basically what he said, and he went in, dude. Holy shit! Yeah. Really? There was there was moments where there, it was funny. There was moments where I was like, I get what he's saying, but it did. I don't know. It didn't hit me for the delivery in terms of how funny it was. There was moments that meandered a little too long. Overall, yeah, yeah, throughout yeah, his yeah. whole set, there was yeah. ones that meandered too long. There was ones that were a little. Well, he repeated himself quite a bit. Yeah, he does that in his act. That's his act. So, but like, there was this. There's this moment where he's just talking about how good life is and how good his daughter is and where they yeah, are. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm like, like, you're talking to right. a crowd in Baltimore, dude. Yeah, they, they can't really relate to I'm you I'm like, there. all right. But, dude, the ending was what everyone was waiting for, and yep. that last 10 minutes was just fucking flaming. Yeah. He flamed the shit out of them, dude. I think... I think I can't wait to see what their responses are. As a performer, are. I think that was the best part of the show. He pre- like He had prepared that part of the show, I feel like, the, more than the rest of the show, yeah, yeah. and it could t- you could tell was yeah. do, do, was it like he's like I need to be able to have an oh we'll audience. play it for you when we're done I You'll need to have it. an audience to be able to say this so no he a, does he said he wanted to be able to talk about it when he was ready and yep. then he decided he was going to do it the way he, on the live he would do it on the live stand up special for Netflix basically almost down to the one year anniversary I'd be interested I'd be interested to see what the viewership was so, for that. I mean, oh, I know that'd be interesting. What was the title? What was the title for? Because exaggerated outrage. No, no, uh, no. What was it called? Selective outrage. Selective outrage. I mean, he, you missed a good pun and been like, "Will he say it?" <laughs> Come I on get now. you. <laughs> what, you know, Chris Rock. The say. whole point to his thing was selective out because he starts with selective outrage and how our country does that. We have mm-hmm. things we get pissed off about, but then we turn around and nobody says a word about something else, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's like selective. your phones yeah. made by child And he brought it slavery. all the way back around to talk about that will. What we saw was selective outrage. He decided to be outraged then, but not when everybody and their mama was calling him a bitch because he watched his wife he said, fuck his son's friend. It, like, dude, it's crazy. And then, not only that, yeah, he went she brought in, dude. She brought Will Smith on her show, her husband on her show to talk about the problem that they had, so America could hear it. He said everybody was calling him a bitch, this person, that person. But he had selective outrage. But he took it out on me. The fuck did I do? <laughs> he said that shit between me and Jada way back in the day. He said I didn't start it. He said she started it. I finished it. <laughs> Damn! Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shit, I missed it. It was mad yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm so pissed too. I'm so pissed because I was. So we get home last night from everything, and I'm like, I'm scrolling through Netflix. Like, what should I throw on? And I saw that. I'm like, ah, uh, it's almost done. Oh, really? Honestly, I was like, ah, uh, it's almost done. I kept scrolling to find something else, and I was like, you know what? I guess I'll give Chris Rock a try. I go up, I go to hit it, and it just shows me a trailer. I'm like, no, no, it was just live. No. Oh, did you? Well, no, there was a post show. David Spade, Dana Carvey, uh, Arsenio Hall, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people were up there. Okay, so talking then, after the fact. Oh, oh, okay. Then I must have really, I missed, missed it then. Yeah, I yeah, missed, yeah. I missed everything then. Yeah, I'm really going to be interested in those numbers. I want to know how many people actually tuned into it. I want to see, because this was the first time it was doing it. Netflix is yeah. breaking ground doing it. Well, they that. have, well, they're, they're, that, that series, Netflix is a joke. They yeah. started that a little while ago, because I remember they did a live thing. It wasn't streamed, but Seth Rogen had, had right. been a part mm-hmm. of that. Um, so, uh, so there's that. I watched the new episode of SNL last night. Okay. And do you know who they had host last night Mm-mm. of all people? No. Travis Kelsey. 
Oh, Who? yeah, I did hear about that. And I was like, what the fuck? Because of Super Bowl Kansas champs. City Chiefs. Oh. And but he, he, was, had, and he, he was, made a name for himself during this time. He was in the news for a lot of the shit he was saying. Um, also, I saw that uh, the, the Chiefs uh, took, some, took some hits from fans and actual, like, the people in the city, like, like for what? they know that they won the Super Bowl. They get it. But when they did their parade and stuff where all their fans are and all these kids are looking up to them, they were all plastered drunk. Oh, I bet. All of them were drunk, drunk. Um, like overboard drunk. <laughs> but he was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I was surprised. I was like. He has writers really? writing for him, bro. Really? He's got writers writing for him. Yes. It's the timing. But it's, it's the, the timing and the performance. Yeah. And he actually did really good. I was actually good. thoroughly surprised. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so that was, that was kind of What fun. are you listening to? Um, nothing new, really. No. What, nah. are you, what are you playing? And nothing new, really. I don't nothing. even know if I've turned my Xbox on in the last week to play games. Damn. Yeah. I recently, did I say this already? Recently re-downloaded GTA Five. Nope. Oh, I yeah, you were it. telling me about it. Yeah, I've been wanting to play it again because I was watching Maximilli, dude, on YouTube. Yeah. And he goes online and plays as his character, Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny to watch him, like, interact with people and the things. Like, he, it was great. There's one where he's, like harassing people in this restaurant they keep telling him he needs to leave like they call the cops the cops come get him <laughs> it's hilarious but i was watching it going man i miss gta i said i've never beaten it like i never mm-hmm. finished the game so yeah, let me, me go back and do it so i've decided to go back and start it again so i've been playing that again watching so we watched the chris rock thing but before that we watched another special by the stand-up his name is sheng wang Sheng Wang. If you haven't seen this guy's stand-up yet, Sheng okay. Wang. It's like Sweet and Juicy, I think it's called. On uh, Netflix? Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ, I have not laughed as hard for as long as I did really? during that special. This dude is killer. His material is so on point. His delivery is just this certain this way of delivering it, dude. It's just, it's great. Oh, my God. God, hmm. I finished it going, holy shit, how come I never heard of this guy before? Like, my <laughs> my cheeks were aching from laughing really? so much. I had tears coming down. I was laughing so hard, Damn. dude. Yeah, he killed. And poor Chris Rock had to follow that. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Chris was still ki- a killer, but it wasn't. Well, they had a, they had a pre-show of their own. Oh, I didn't they had watch some it. people coming up and doing some jokes. They closed it out with, uh, what's her name, Leslie Jones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from SNL, and then Chris Rock came on, and then they had the post-show where they had David Spade and Carvey and people talking about the show and which was weird to do it it's like watching a post game after a football game to just talk about the yeah performance yeah but i wanted to hear what they were all going to say about all the will smith shit yeah uh, so that's why i was watching it but mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's what i've been watching uh i've also been watching a show called abbott elementary oh yeah yeah saw the second episode the other day it's pretty funny i like it it takes place in philadelphia school school a philadelphia yeah what's uh, his name from always sunny's in it who um, the main guy, no. the asshole dude. No. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Uh, yeah, no. Am I thinking of another? What's one? happening right now? <laughs> What's his you, name? You stroking out on us? Not Rob Neckelhenny. What's the other guy's no, name? No, none of them. Trust me, none of them are. In this well, show. I got to figure out what show he was on now. You know who is one of the main? You know who it is that plays the uh, the substitute teacher? You ever see the show? Everybody hates Chris. Oh, What's he was part moon? of the thing last night. He's, yeah, he's yeah. Chris. Glenn so. Howerton, isn't he? What? Is happening right Wait. now? Oh, AP Bio. That's is, what I'm thinking of. Oh, is, is, yeah. that sh- is everybody hates Chris that old? Yes. Oh yeah, dude, that's an old ass show. That means you're old. Fuck. <laughs> He's having an existential crisis on. Here the comes show. his midlife crisis, man. Um, listening to music. Um, I guess oh. it's better to get it in before the baby gets here, right? 
All Depends put out a new EP. Yes, and I haven't yes. listened to it yet. Banjo Violence. Yes, it's is fun. It good. Yeah, I like it. It is. I like it. It's different from the first. Okay. It's it's different, uh, but I like it. I okay. think it's mm-hmm. cool. That's it. That's about all. Nothing else happening. Mm-hmm. Word. Cool. You, you guys want you? I'm gonna ask. Uh, you guys watching the new South Park? No. No, I oh, haven't been. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I just the new one last night dropped or last week dropped. It was fun. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that Mandalorian leads... season three's come out. Anybody pick up on that yet? Nope. No, me neither. I got to though. Anything else? Do you guys want to interrupt anymore? Anything else? Any any O's? O's? No? No O's? Move on? Oh, All but right. there's oh, a <laughs> <laughs> No, that's perfect. That actually brings us to our commercial break. We'll be right back. Guess who I seen at home is Rosemary? Who? Esther. Esther? Ooh, that girl still got them floating hips like her mama. Yeah, and them white pants don't do nothing for her. <laughs> you told her we making them ham and Swiss poor boys fresh every day for time saver. Yeah. And you told her how we put a whole quarter pound of ham on each sandwich and I make my mine as fresh. Uh-huh. And we use real Swiss cheese and plump tomatoes and crispy clean lettuce. She and- knows, Rosemary. She takes a poor boy from the time saver down to the hospital every day. Her mama's sick? No, Esther's a nice. What? That girl used to faint in the doctor's waiting room. Say, anime, you remember how you and me and Esther used to sit on them cement lions in City Park and eat them poor boys from the grocery on Dumain Street? Yeah, you know, I think the ones we're making for time save our better, Rosemary. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Jim Baker, food manager for Time Saver Stores, and I want to assure you that Rosemary is right. Our good and fresh sandwiches are delivered fresh every day to our Time Saver Stores. You know, Vern, there's nothing like touring around Florida enjoying the great Lyman taste of Sprite. But Vern, there's two things I've learned. One, that icy cold Sprite tastes better than 7-Up, and B, Never, when in Florida, ever do this to an alligator. Mikey, where are you? Hi, you can't see me. My invisibility cloak is on. Oh, Mikey, stop drawing pentagrams on all the doors. The Tavern of Sorrow. It's the fantasy game that's sweeping the country, the Cavern of Sorrow. Learn about our exciting history and have fun, too. I'm a holy warrior on a quest. I'll kill you if you don't believe like I do. You can't beat me, stupid. I'm invisible. I got invisibility seeing glasses, dumbass. Lodzad the wizard gave them to me. Remember our adventure at Gash Canyon? The Cavern of Sorrow. Gather ye friends and embark on historical adventures. I'll cut your head off with my sword. Oh, no, you won't. I have a metal neck given to me by Gorath of Bakdar. I got him when we traveled to the nether regions of Gorthbeck. There I had eight wives, 47 kids, and other concerns. The Cavern of Sorrow! It's not just a game. It's a secret society of special friends. Will you find the Cavern of Sorrow, or will it find you? The Cavern of Sorrow! Okay, we are back. Uh, I hope people enjoy the commercials that we have. We had. Did you listen? You haven't listened. to I don't. I yet. fucking hate them. Do you? Really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I have not listened to it. The, the newest one. After we go. Uh, after we're done recording today, let me just play so you can hear. What, oh yeah, what, I, I, I heard the episode before. 
the commercials were put in. Yeah. You mean the one with me, my yeah. solo one? Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't. I said I did listen. I was like, oh, I've already, I've already listened to this five times. I forgot you do okay. commercials. We're coming back from the break to our segment, our last segment of the show. Basically, what we end the show talking about or getting into. Sometimes it's a game. Sometimes it's a, a specific topic. A few weeks ago, I put up a post on Instagram. Uh, and that's the thing. I don't know that any of my our listeners, you know, know are following me it's on just Instagram. Your friends. And not that I need them to, you know, I'm not looking for that. But um, no, you I, need to do I, it. I put out a post even for my friends to just throw questions our way because I wanted to have a segment on the show that was going to be like an advice column. Right? I think I may have submitted a question. I can't remember now. It's good. It's like an advice column, right? So I want I want it to be where people can send us questions. It can be silly, sure. It can be serious. It could be. Do they want advice on something, right? Okay. And then, like one of us will be take would give advice, and maybe if somebody thinks that's not good advice, the other person would kind of chime in and say what's up. Um, so moving forward, if anyone ever does want to send us questions, anything you want us to answer or read on the show, send it to uh, email hardlyawesomestudios at gmail dot com, and we will be reading it on the show. Yeah, that's the future, right? Today. We're going to go through the questions that were submitted through the Instagram. I think one of you put put it up too about asking questions. Oh, no? I may I may have reshared it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, reshared it. How yeah. many questions do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that's all the questions that came through. Yeah. Oh, dang. okay. 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 There, but before we get into that, before we even get into that, there's some unfinished business that we need to talk about. Uh oh. And Jim and I have money on this, so we're gonna see. Anthony, do you remember that you were supposed to, along with us, but you never said a word about this, so I'm thinking you did not do it and you forgot. I didn't forget. What is it? I did not buy anything on eBay, <gasps> but I did remember. You remembered. I did remember. How come you didn't get it yet? Because we didn't to say that that was going to be the next week's episode. It was going to be when we talked about it. I have mine sitting well, in my I was, jacket right we now. We literally bought stuff. Oh, I, I was looking the weekend of. I got paid. I was like, I do need you to have find something. something. I was looking around for something haunted. And it doesn't have to be haunted, but if oh. you haven't found it, no, it's supposed to be weird, creepy, or haunted. I missed the weird, creepy part. I was looking for something haunted. I was like, this is this is getting... He's going to buy a fucking Dybbuk box, right, He dude. was going <laughs> to. Jesus. Well, everything I was well, looking at was like 50, 60, and I was like, next right, episode. Like, this is a lot. Next episode. I'll no, find- nothing more than $10, $15. Yeah, I only spent about weird, $20 on mine. Weird, I put 10 creepy. on mine. Is different. That's that's that yeah. feel better. So okay. do it for next week, okay? But yes, Don't I forget. did remember. I did remember. Set a reminder to go home and do it today, so you'll get it in the mail today. All or right. By the time next. Here Sunday go our comes questions. Around. You ready? The first question is directed at Anthony specifically. Uh oh. For Anthony, do you care about your friend Jim's birthday? Yes. That's the question. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do, Jim. <laughs> I care about your birthday. I want you, you to do. Know that. I do. Then why didn't you come out with us? Boom. Because there was no ticket available. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. That was before you knew there was no ticket. No, there available. was no ticket available, man. I know. I know. I know. So who asked that question? I don't know. They're it's all, all anonymous. anonymous. It's okay. Jim's like, <laughs> it was. It was actually him. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jim. All right, yeah, that was you? me. <laughs> I think I know who the next one is too. What's with all these UFOs? Who wants to answer that one? What's with all these UFOs? Oh, I mean, what's with all the UFO? I mean, dude, like they're just out there. We're just now looking and we're now just opening our eyes wide enough, I feel. You think we didn't have our eyes open before? Well, no, it's just, I, I okay, let me be more specific. I think we, we have been seeing it and we've been acknowledging it. We just haven't wanted to acknowledge that we're seeing them. And now it's just we're now seeing Why them. Why now? That I don't have a reason to. 
you, you they just said what's with all these ufos i'm saying what i think it is is that we're now just we're now just asking the questions that we're like fuck we haven't been answering these questions we haven't been asking these questions and we just been kind of be like Swamp gas weather balloons. Okay. <laughs> well, that's going to be the 50-year answer, I guess. And now it's like, hey, guys, it's 2023. Um, the balloon excuse is a little old we, now. We now know that they're that those are weather balloons, and those are what the swamp gas balloons really are, and that's not what we're seeing. Because, like, didn't they see two fucking bright lights? Or, or, or wasn't there fucking a UFO scene or whatever over in uh, Western New York recently? No. No? Was okay. Starlink. Starlink that was, went over. Okay. That was fake. I think what you're talking about is there was a, a vine or a reel going around, and it was some dude saying, I'm not going crazy. This isn't Buffalo, right? And it was these super bright lights in the sky. But then every time he went over trees, like all the trees had leaves in them. It's not winter time. Okay. I mean, it's, oh. it's, it's, I don't know what it is, I, but I think it was, he was by the stadium where those lights are and it was just real foggy that night. Mm. That's uh, what it, that's what it but, looks like. But I think, I think that, I think that is, is that like, you no, know, 50 years ago we said, Hey, it's, it's a weather balloon. We're going to ask questions, but the majority of public is going to brush it off. Guess what? It's now, that's not the okay excuse anymore. We want to know. We really do want to know what it is. I, I want to believe, but we do believe we want to know what it is. I think that's what it is. Do you have you have anything to that? Uh, I I think if this person is uh, referring to our our recent activity of weather balloons um, and being blamed on extraterrestrials, I think it's twofold. I think um, I think a they're trying to distract us from other things that are going on, especially the train derailment in Ohio. Um, but then I also think they are trying to desensitize us to start having this information come out. So I think it's a twofold thing. So are honest. we are we on the precipice of of contact finally are. and our governments yeah. well, know i think it. there's already been contact well no no i meant to the masses that the governments oh, are that trying they've to been contacting trying uh, to i think so i think prepare. so especially especially in the united you can states tell you've been watching a lot of x-files bro <laughs> oh i know especially in the united states if we keep the trajectory we're headed where uh, we're on this division path mm-hmm. um i think that'll be a ploy to help distract people when the government starts doing even shiftier shit because i think we're going to hit a point where we're too divided where it starts becoming a problem um and i could see them weaponizing that and using that as a distraction so I want to. I just this kind of just makes me. Just, I want to go further on that. Is it? Is that? Let's say you, UFOs are coming out. So if we think that yes, there there has been con, there has been contact. Do we mean contact that we see them, they see us kind of contact, or do we mean like oh no, someone has met with the aliens? Contact? Oh, we're participating in an intergalactic federation. Yes. Do I? I, I, I don't want. I don't want to get so sci-fi <laughs> in that sense. But like, do you think? Are do you do you guys believe we're on like the baby sets of that? And if so, like. How soon do you think it's before it's like, all right, guys, Earth is just a blip in the universe, and we now have the ability to fly to uh, Saturn, and guess what? The moon over there that we thought is like, oh, what if there's life on it? Well, there really is life, and now we are going to go visit it. What if AI isn't just a machine, and we're actually interacting with alien races? I mean, who the fuck knows? Uh, Next question. All righty. I'm going to move around here. Oh, some of these are weird. Okay, no. No. I I didn't ask any. What's up? You didn't put this? I didn't ask anything, no. This says, no question, just here to say, once a Mullenite, always a Mullenite. Hey, Mullenites you unite, bro. Mullenites, you fucking night. Is that my brother? Did my brother do that? Shit? I have no idea. <laughs> but if anyone would, it would be Dan. That's amazing, dude. Stop. I used to have a song for that. Do you know what Mullenites are? His do you know about them? Yeah. My followers, man. Mullenites unite. I don't know nothing about Mullenites. Was that original Hardly Awesome, or was that during back issues also? That was, I think, that was back issues because I tried to have a fan because he tried to create a fan base. I, mean, I tried to have an like eagle. The Kiss Nation. Yes, 
That's exact. Yes, I'm on here tonight. Yes, <laughs> come at me, cards and everything. Oh, I have membership God. cards. Definitely. Yeah. Def- I was trying to. A, I, I think song. Have a rough, I was going to say a song. Yeah, a Coming song. on, let's go, Mullenite tonight. Yeah, it was very, very cheesy. That's I what bet. you got to write. I was just going to say you got to you got to write that and record that. There's out. recordings of that. I think I think I. Pro- we might have that. Look on in your, the episode, look, in your look in your Google history. I bet if you pull up Mullenites, it's something you'll pull up. Yeah, oh, his last God. twelve years of content files. He's got to find <laughs> this one little clip. No, that's why I said go to Google and search it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh God, that's ridiculous. All right, next. What is the most important thing you've learned since graduating high school? Jim, go first. Um, that high school doesn't prepare you for shit. <laughs> That's true. And everything that you go through in school and the people you interact with, none of that really matters no. afterwards. You're nope. forced to be there with these people, and then after that, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But while you're there, you feel like this is the world. This is yeah. what reality well, is. Well, because it is yeah. your world yeah. at that This time. is what it's going to be even after high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't so don't stress it. too much about the shit that happens. Like, yes, obviously, because you're going through it now, but... Afterwards, you can go ever anywhere and be anybody you want, man. Yeah. You, you read it again for me, real quick. I know, I'm sorry. Yes, Mr. Mullen. Thank you. What is the most important thing you've learned since graduating high school? Um, honestly, fucking quicksand is not the. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. No, I honestly, I, I, don't, I can't, I can't piggyback more off of Jim, but like, yeah, it's high school doesn't prepare you for. Yeah, shit. when you when you get out, when you're out of high school, you start just, to kind of see what the world is like. You start interacting more and maybe in the workforce mm-hmm. while you're in college so you're interacting with more people in the real world and you're realizing like the hierarchy and the the structures that that high school kind of formed in your brain as to how to navigate mm-hmm. that doesn't exist no. so like you become this kind of oh like it, i'm not just mm-hmm. defined by being the student that was in this world where these were my friends and this is how people looked at me you also i think also get coming out of high school for most people some people don't go past this, but for most people, you start to realize not everyone's watching you. Like, yeah. like as you're in high school, you just feel school at all. Like you always felt like everybody watched you. You're the center of this TV show or movie that is your life. And everyone was watching you. They were yep. judging what you're mm-hmm. wearing. They were judging how you're talking, who you're with. Everyone was right. And in the real world, as you start to come out into the real world, one of two things happens. You stay in that kind of mindset and you always worry about what people think or you start to realize like everybody's worrying about it. So they're not watching me. They're too busy trying worrying to do their own thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not even watching me. So when you start taking that away from them, that power that people are watching you, it kind of makes it a little easier to kind of be who you need to be. Well, I, I want to actually kind of hit one of these walls, um, like one of these barriers or hurdles uh, last last week, week, week and a half ago, where it's kind of like, these whole restrictions and kind of classes or hierarchy that you see, like this is a teacher because you're the teacher and I'm the student. Once you get past that and you know, give it, give it a year or two, you and the teacher, you're, you're both adults. You're, you're, Yo, you're on the same, the same level. I graduated high school and then went and played hockey with my high school history teacher that summer. So. Like, they, like you, yeah. you enter this platform where you're all on the same level. You're not like one above the other anymore. Like you know? you're above me in experience because of just yeah, you're older. You have done more, but mm-hmm. also you're not my student anymore. Like we're also talking. Like one of my old teachers, um, John Mikulski, He's got a band called Oh my God. Um, I'll, I'll call it. I'll shout it at the end. He's got a band. It's punk rock. It's awesome. They played Mohawk a couple times, and he he dropped a single on. He dropped this little clip for the single on Facebook or Facebook, and I was like, dude, I love that guitar. Like that's sweet. Messages me is like, hey, here, check this out. You'll like it. He's interacting with me as like a friend. And it's like, this is 
it's kind of that weird like you're my teacher no you're not my teacher you were my teacher but like i don't see i don't even see you as my teacher anymore because it's like nah like yeah like it's different right? it's weird like that that is the big that's the one of the biggest things that kind of has shocked me is when you see teachers or people that you're like oh hey mrs so-and-so oh it's like when i saw that uh, my one of my old middle school teachers playing fucking keys up on the on the stage at the show we went to <laughs> no yeah 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 that's it's true bizarre. next all question all right next question what city would you live in other Ooh. than one you live hold on what city would you live in other than the one you ooh, live in I, ooh. that's a good question I would say, mm-hmm. oh God, it used to be New York City. Okay, because I always had before that, it reverted back to the 1970s. <laughs> I always had that romanticized kind always. of fantasy that mm-hmm. when I grew up, I was going to have an apartment in New York City. Yep, I hear you. Do you know? I what still I mean? have that idea. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like you know, there's nothing that says I can't go do that. Why don't I do it? I'm like stabbings. <laughs> well, not even that. It's just super expensive. People are leaving yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that that's what it used to be, but now I like Buffalo. I don't know that there's any other. I mean, Pittsburgh. that's not true. I'd say somewhere on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly. You know hey. what? Morro Bay. Morro Bay, California. Okay. That was a nice little ocean seaside town, and I think I would I could live in that kind of an atmosphere. I've always wanted to live in a seaside town atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, I like I I don't want to leave Buffalo either. I think if I would either like to do something more closer to Vermont, not not as not as isolated as uh, where Jay, Jay was, was. Mm-hmm. not like that, but something closer to some bigger mountains to be able to like have more of like a listen. If you live in this area, you are in ski country, so that's what you do. I I think it'd be kind of cool if I didn't live here. I'd you know what I want to be somewhere I was skiing on the regular instead, mm-hmm. or I'll say I really did like Pittsburgh. It it was really beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, <laughs> Pittsburgh. I'm a, no, the, the, I I thought it was just it just looks it was. It felt like Buffalo, and I was like, okay. oh, so if I'm well, not in Buffalo, you I, know what? I'd, I'd like to be there. I haven't been to Pittsburgh in, in a few years, so maybe it's different from when I was well, there last. One of the things, too, I, I thought was really trippy is that when we are going to Pittsburgh, there you, like, you see like the way the houses are all stacked and like layered up in the mountain, like yeah. up the hills. I was like, oh, this looks like it looked like a it just looked cool. Like, oh, man, it's, it's kind of like when you see like, the Buffalo skyline. You're like, fuck, yeah, it's Buffalo. I was like, nice. oh, that's cool. That's Pittsburgh. Nice. But yeah. What about you? Um, I don't know, man. Um. I want to say London just because then Ooh, I have okay. access to the outside. rest of Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then again, I've never been there. So I, 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 it's difficult to say that. Yeah. yeah. So realistically, I'm going to have to take uh, the easy route and I'm going to say Astoria, Oregon. Yeah, because you've been there. Yeah, and it was cool and it was small town enough. Yeah. There's access to quite a bit of shit that I can get into that I'd like to do yeah. um, and explore. And I could see myself living there. I didn't even think outside the country. I was sitting in the country like, oh, where would I want to move? But like, oh, like if, if yeah, you broke up that ball. I think if we were to say, hey, you got to go somewhere. Um, it's in the sense that I don't care about family and we're moving. I think Australia, some, Sydney, Australia would be kind of cool. Or the Caribbean. Mm-mm. Hang out on the beach all day. Nah, I'll go, I'll go to Australia. Yeah, wait, wait, a little wait. shrimp on the bobby. Were you throwing a little accent on that? No. Yeah, you were. No. What's your Australian accent? Crockett, mate. <laughs> For the rest of this this part, this question before you we get to the talk next like question, that. now you got to be Australian, okay? Oh bloody hell! Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. okay there. Okay, um, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Yeah, okay. New York was always my thing, uh, but I don't know. I like seaside towns, like I yeah. said. But Astoria yeah. has that, especially the Pacific Northwest, yes. that kind of rainy atmosphere mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I could do that. That's nice. But again, then I got access Cannon, to a lot of stuff. Cannon Beach. Cannon, yeah. I do Cannon Beach. Yep. I mean, I really like the ac- I mean, I really like the weather up here. We have a good, good, good change, good feel. It's uh, the weather's nice. It's not too hot, not too cold. I mean, I'll do the I'll do the blizzards every now and then. <laughs> I, f- I think I fell out of the. Ac- I'm going, I to, the I'm ac- going ac- into the next question real quick, so you don't have to keep doing. Thank you. That. <laughs> um, who should I be listening to? Musical wise, I'm assuming. Music wise, um, your parents keep flying <laughs> all the time. Oh, keep flying! Yeah, listen to keep flying. Keep flying. All depends. All depends. Yeah. Clump, Wiley something, torpedo, in watermelon sugar, Mount Joy. I mean, we kind of tell you what we're listening yeah. to. I think and, so. Yeah, that think, covers it. Yeah, that kind of covers it because we're not going to brag about who we don't like. Okay, how about Lynch? You should be listening to Jay Lynch. Okay. Here you go, Challenge. Um, not music. Oh, dude, I'm gonna tell you, fucking Burke. Not music. Who should you be listening to? Burke Kreischer. Okay, po- so you're going co- oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is a fucking riot his stand-ups are hilarious and i feel like if 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 i could try to relate with a celebrity that's a father i think that's like where he's like my daughter came up swearing at us and i just tried not to laugh at, it, at the other parents and I'm bro like, you just found out you're pregnant you can't relate to him as a father no no i think i know i think that's a father I, no, no, yet. I, th- I think i think i think that's how i think what the fuck, I, think it, I could be very wrong but i think i'm like oh yeah that guy seems like that's jesus what. christ this is what jim we got to put up with this this is what we got to put up <laughs> no, with for the next I, nine I'll, months i i i don't want to be the one be that, like, i don't want to be the one to bring it up comparing but I, himself to being this <clears> dad and that dad and <clears> this no. is what dad life's gonna be we no. have to listen it i can't do no this, listen if you listen to the shit that he I goes through with the kids life. don't worry no i'm gonna tell you but i think oh, though, if God. you were to listen to like a comedian and like you could listen to like the shit he goes through with his kids i'm like is Fuck. he is he better than bill burr i would listen to him over bill burr why because he's Dang. a dad no no his humor uh, no bill burr's a dad too yeah. no 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 I, that's what i said yeah. just the humor like the whole like the shit that him his daughters put it through i'm like pff, i laugh my ass off and i'm like Fuck, because that's of how- the dad thing because the dad comes into the comedy the dad role i i got well, this is the new thing, bro. Now we have to have him no, as a time dad. Out. Like everything's dad related. <laughs> well, no, now. because no, it's going to be he, dad goggles he, no, he wears. Well, no, because like, he's, he's got beer goggles. He's got and other. Shit. F- Anthony's got dad goggles. He's bro. got other funny skits. Like, he's he, looking at the world now. Like he's going to be a. Not even let you dad. get a word in. Dude. <laughs> I know. There's he does a uh, he did a Netflix series where he went away camp. He went away to like a cabin for a week, and he yeah. had different celebrities and different friends yeah, come on yeah, and yeah. talk, and just his humor. Like I, he is funny. He went away from the cabin, but where was he? Where would he go away from? from well, no, what? like he went away to a cabin for like a week, like from a, where? Like a from week his away. house? Yeah, from his house, from his family. So he's like, oh, I got family him. man, dad, the dad thing again. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically, you're a family man as well. You're married. All right, you have here's a family. This. Anthony, well, I'm going to give you some he advice. Fucking, he, he fucking swerved just on that stop one. because you're just going <laughs> to keep digging yourself holes. Okay. Here's, here's this. Now, not a podcast and not music. What should people be listening to? Who should people be listening to? John motherfucking Stewart. Who should I listen to? Ooh, interesting. Yes. Wow. I say your parents. My parents. Let, go listen to the parents. Listen to the police. Listen to your government, and you be a good. And citizen. be a good little yes. Be a good. Be a good little, little, little piggy. Fall in line. <laughs> I. <laughs> you know who you <laughs> should be listening show, to. Dude. You should be listening to your AI overlord. Okay. Listen to us. That's who you should listen to. Listen to. Harley you should be awesome. listening to us. Yes. Yes. Nothing else. It's hardly awesome. Fuck Burt Kreischer, yeah, bro. Hardly awesome is better. Whoa, 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 hardly awesome is better. I mean, I'm not say do you it's hear not that better, ticking like, in the background? Oh, hold on it's a second. It's not going to be the hardly awesome podcast anymore, Jim. Hey, Anthony, I got a question for you. Yeah. All right. There's one podcast you have to delete off the face of the earth, and it's never going to exist Ooh. again. Burt Kreischer or Hardly Awesome? 
Well, Burke, right? The, the Burke Chrysler podcast. So he never, never exists ever again. I mean, he mean, oh, wait, that's a fucking, you're, that's you're a, gonna, wait, hold Thanos on. Wait, him? wait, you said that. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, so yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he doesn't exist. Correct. Correct. Oh yeah, it's it's a me or them game. Yeah, them over. No, me. no, no, no. You you'd still exist if you decided to end this well, show. Okay, so I'm not. No, so I'm not going to do that to you guys. Then you're changing the parameters. No. Yeah, no, okay. no, 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 yeah, it's yeah. Okay, that's how it works. He he's like he's like we're baking a cake, and now it's scrambled right. eggs. Here's the last question. Well, there was another question, but that's the nonsense one too because I don't know who it is and we don't know how to answer that. Can I be a guest? Um, if you want to be a guest, send us an email. Hardlyawesomestudios at gmail dot com. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you have questions for any of us? HardlyAwesomeStudios at gmail.com. Any comments on the podcasts? HardlyAwesomeStudios at gmail.com. If you want to berate Anthony for being a future dad. <laughs> HardlyAwesomeStudios at gmail.com. You guys have any dad advice? New dad advice oh, for Anthony? That should be a Write segment. People should email some dad advice oh, to the thing, and we'll make that go. our end segment where we'll read them a bunch of uh, dad advice. There you go. Send it to HardlyAwesomeStudios at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. I save this one for last. When you guys were kids, oh, no. did you ever play the schoolyard game MFK? Marry, oh. fuck, kill. I don't think I played it till after I was out of high school. I mean, I don't in, high school, no, we totally in high school. High school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure we did. I just don't. Remember. I don't think we called it fuck though. We called it something else. Marry something. Mary kill. date kill maybe was no, that what it was Mary fuck kill my my friends were <laughs> no but I'm saying we were little kids in little, oh, little oh no 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 no, no, no play not pl- not know. playgrounds no this was yeah. like, there was a high school like Mary fuck like I think you know. it was Mary date kill I think it was Mary date divorce I don't remember what it was Mary anyway Mary fuck kill here Uh-oh. are your options oh Jesus I remember you saying this and this is what made me nervous mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal <sighs> okay okay. Keanu Reeves. Okay. Okay. Pedro Pascal. Who's Pedro Pascal? Oh, dear Jesus. That's who you're killing. You don't got an option there. I'm forcing it upon you because you don't even know who the fuck it is. All right. I got it. Pedro I got Pascal, it. Jake Gyllenhaal, there. or Keanu Reeves. What do I know him in, though? That's the, I, Oh, come on, I, bro. Okay. He's in like two of the biggest shows right <gasps> oh, now. Oh. Okay. All right. So, marry, fuck, kill. Anthony first. Who are you going to marry? Keanu Reeves, Jake Gyllenhaal, or Pedro Pascal? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. You're going to marry Jake Gyllenhaal? Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal. Hold on. Before you say why, Jim, who are you marrying? Uh, I'm going to marry Keanu Reeves. I'm going to have to say Keanu Reeves as well. Anthony, why Jake Gyllenhaal? He's like, because he's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're going to make me fuck one of them, Keanu Reeves, I think, may be it. Because, yeah, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. So hold on. Why do you marry Jake Gyllenhaal? What makes a marriage material? You know what? This is, um, what's the one fucking movie? I don't know, dude. There's the one movie he was in, The Notebook. Okay. Like, like ideal that, family. That's not Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it was. No, no it was, was Ryan Gosling. Ryan yeah, Gosling. I just completely wrong. That <laughs> fucked that up. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, th- I think it just you just like, married Jake the wrong person. Jake man. Gyllenhaal's so. Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal, Southpaw, uh, Nightcrawler. Oh, okay. So I got Marvel connections then at that point. Yeah, no, that works. That still works. Yeah, He's cool. marrying him because of the Marvel connections. Yeah. I'm an, I'm Jim, be why in, are you marrying Keanu six. Reeves? You didn't know about that. I don't know because I, out of the three of them, I feel like he'd be the best, the most respectful uh, partner <laughs> out of the three there. You're right. I would he'd say that. He'd be the that. best person, I think, to be married to. I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's this meme that goes around once in a blue moon talking about like... This the like he really is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Oh right? yeah, yeah. There's pictures of him like st- riding subways and stuff. But there's a whole thing that talks about like how um, his, his upbringing, where he his, came from. Yeah, his sister died or some, something. No, his wife. Somebody died that he had known. One of his best friends died. River Phoenix. 
he he lost somebody to this and he had gone through all this stuff and that he st- and then he still was pictured or he was seen on the streets for four hours just talking with a homeless guy just talking to him and talking about him and his life and how things are and and like everybody always talks about like this dude is a legit legit good dude yeah fuck yeah i'd marry that guy okay Hell yeah and <laughs> now who you gonna fuck anthony so i think if i had to fuck one of the three <laughs> i think because i because no, 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 no! Not one of the three. You've only got two yeah. choices. Left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. between those two, Pedro Pascal, yeah, between or Ke- Pedro Pascal, or Reeves. I feel like uh, having sex with John Wick. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it! I fucked Anthony, John Wick. Anthony's all about having the gun at his head while there's. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I, you know what? If it's if you're gonna put me this way, and I gotta choose one He's of like, them, put the gun in my mouth, Keanu. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, Cock it. Cock it. <laughs> Pull the trigger. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. God. All right. How about you, Jim? About me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, hands down. Yeah. Yowzers, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. He, out, out, of the left, out, out of him and Pedro Pascal, he seems like he'd be the better fuck, so... I don't know, man. Pedro Pascal looks like he's got that romantic side. That, yeah? That he- kind of, like... <laughs> This is awkward as fuck. Say something to me. Uh, why Why is it awkward as fuck, Chris? I, I think he is a good looking dude, oh, man. Pedro Pascal? Yeah, I think yeah. he's a better looking dude than Jake Gyllenhaal for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anthony. His character got fucked up in that Game means, of Thrones. That means you're yeah, killing. Yeah. I forgot he was in Game of Thrones. That means he's, you're killing Pedro Pascal. He, I'm pretty sure he's, he's the fucking, st- he's the one that got speared, right? Yeah. 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 That's but he's also the Mandalorian and he's also in Last of Us. Oh, yes. come on now, bro. Too late. You said you're killing him. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm, oh, I'm still, I'm still. So you got your, no, I'm, so I'm you got your Marvel connection, but yeah, you just lost your Star Wars. No, yeah. no, no. I, and I, Game of no, Thrones. No. And your Game of Thrones. And let's be honest, this Last of Us is going to be like the next Walking Dead. Basically. I feel like The Last of Us is going to get too hyped for me. It That's three franchises that you dropped over I one. I Marvel. I could. <laughs> and it, within like the last five years, too. But what you're saying is instead of killing Jake Gyllenhaal, you're leaving us with him in the world, but you're removing the talent of pedro pascal and all the roles he fills at the moment yes because because i obviously i have to kill him too so i know (laughs) he's on top of it right now right you're gonna take him out of all of that so before he falls off all of these things are gonna disappear let him let him him stay on top for forever batman said it best you listen you either die a hero or you see yourself live a lot long enough to become the villain there you go and then on top there you go. Sorry, Pedro. You're gonna fight the you're gonna That's fight the words up, of Batman. You're gonna fight the words of Batman. Next episode, can yeah, we have him on? Fit. Can we have him on to argue with us? <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, well, get at us. I'm Why obviously I'm obviously taking out Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, but eh. he's another okay. one. He's not a bad actor. We got right? Maggie. We're fine. He's not a bad actor, but he's never been anybody to me that's that's like, damn, dude, that's crazy. You know, he's about to be in the remake of Roadhouse. Yes, I saw that. He was at UFC. Yeah. Did you see they filmed the whole thing? Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I just saw the article. Dude, he's ridiculously buff. now. Oh, I saw the picture of him. Yeah. Well, he did Southpaw. Oh, that's true. That's true. So So he's been he's been in that before. But yeah. yeah, But overall, man, like eh, it's okay. You know, what was a good one was that one that came out recently where he plays the ambulance um, Uh, nightcrawler. No, is that Nightcrawler? No, 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 no. It's ambulance. No, no, it's no. ambulance. It's called ambulance. He's oh, the really. He's the. What do you call it when they call? He's the dispatcher. 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 He plays a dispatcher, oh. helping a woman who calls a nine one one dispatch. No, I don't think it's called the ambulance. The one is where this this 
this lady he he takes nine one one calls and emergency calls and yeah. one comes through and it's this woman who's kidnapped in a car and she's like he's like trying to figure out where she is and he's calling like I don't think it's called ambulance dude I, I mean okay. I don't well, think that's what this movie is yeah and 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 here's the thing I've already seen this done cellular yeah. you ever seen the movie cellular I'm just telling you right now bro thing. what about the phone booth one what about the phone booth one the remember that movie what's that one with uh what's his name where he's in a phone booth the whole time. Because he's got a fucking sniper trained on him or something. Oh, I don't remember. Fuck, what's the name? I don't remember. Um, anyway. Um, um, oh, Donnie Darko? But yeah, for me, for me again, mm. Mm. No. there's nothing that's ever really stood out, stood out for me. Donnie Darko's old school, though. But see, here's the thing. Whereas I can't. Pedro Pascal is just like, yes, dude, but, you cannot remove him from this universe, my friend. But here's the thing. I, I have to have Jake Gyllenhaal alive because I need him for my live action Rugrats movie. <laughs> That's amazing. That's oh, God. So these are the questions that are being uh, given to us. That's, uh, so that's, that's not as bad that's, as I thought. Okay. That's what we had. That's all we're going to do for this time. Next time, hopefully, we have some good stuff, maybe some advice. Anthony will give you some advice. Mm-hmm. If you want to know, ask so, some advice about know being about, a father. Yeah, if you want to know about being a good dad, Anthony <laughs> oh, will I tell you what's up. I know. No, 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 no. He's going to give not, advice listen, on how to be a dad. I, I can say what I think I would do and what I think, but I have no fucking grounds on saying what to do. Yeah. So what happens when your son is 15 years old and he stumbles in the house, baked off his ass? I think I know how I'll react. I'm, it's gonna. It's, I I probably would react the same way if if he stumbled in the house drunk and be like, "Yo, what's what happened? Like, why? Are, like, all right, post up at the table. You think you're a man? All right." We're gonna smoke, smoke a pack. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it, I. It probably react like, uh, yo, like what's going on? I want to know. On? I want to know what happens when you're not allowed to work from home anymore. Now you have to go to work. You have to go into the office all the time. Right? Are they gonna make you guys do that? And no. then I'm not, just saying, not me. when they do, say they do. Or you okay? get a new job. In this scenario, you in do. The, in the scenario that they do. Yeah, you have yeah. to, right? Your te- your son turns ten. Okay. He says, "Thanks for the ball, Dad. Come on, let's play. Could you teach me to throw?" You say, "Not today." I got a lot to do. And he says, that's okay. And he walks away with a smile. And he says, you know, I'm going to be like him. You know I'm going to be like him. My daddy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. This has been Hardly Awesome Podcast. Hardly Awesome. Peace.